0: And welcome back, everyone. It is episode one hundred and thirty five of Thirst and Goal. My name is Fraun. across the from me is Ben, wearing his Steelers gear and his Thirst and Goal gear. And we are a show about at least NFL, someone is. NFL football fun. Friends, whiskey and beer Review, Subscribe, and you'll get everything you need to know about the NFL and become a whiskey and beer expert like us. Subscribe at our website, com. Ben. How are you? I'm good. <laughs> Just watch a little bit of that Olympics action. Yeah, baby. Watch the... Uh, was it the med- No, is the 4x100 uh, medley medley was it the medley yeah and with the Americans winning gold i don't know if they were expected to win gold in that not particular in that event, no. event starting in lane 1 there but uh you know some exciting stuff going on there, oh yeah
1: Caleb Dressel tonight or yesterday <coughs> with the 50 freestyle win and uh can't remember his name Bobby Fink winning the 1500 nobody ex- well people did expect that he'd be in it but didn't expect necessarily that he would blow away the competition in the last
0: mm-hmm. 50 Meters. But, Franny, how was your week this week? It was a good week, Ben. I mean, it was, it was um you know, Friday dragged, but Monday through Thursday was pretty fast. But that Friday, I'm like, come on, weekend. You got the and Friday a, blues. Yeah, exactly. That's what I had. What about you, Ben?
1: Yeah, not a bad week this week. A little bit toasty. Little it's bit. getting up there into the triple... Digits out here in the San Fernando Valley, the triple digits of Southern California. You know, I feel like a frog boiling in water if I uh, during the daytime uh, mowed the lawn today. That was a little bit excruciating. Yeah, Uh, but other than that, it was a
0: pretty good week. A little bit of a tan, yeah, for sure. You tan very quickly, Ben. I know when we go to Croatia in the summer, like one day in, and you're already yeah. That's my natural environment. I mean, you're just just like it's like it's like it's and it's not like a red tan. It's like a perfect sort of you know. Brownish tan, well, like a bronze, you. like a bronze tan. I wish. You know, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's pretty impressive though. I mean, your, your skin, you have, you really have that, that nice tanning skin. Not everybody has that. Yeah. Like I'm lucky in brown- that regard.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, am, I am lucky in that regard.
0: I wish I was yeah. at the beach. We're going to have to check out your, uh, your 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 uh, was it, genealogy on the, Was it, Yeah, AM? I have it in the, uh, I yeah. actually bought it about three months ago. I think you ago. might be Greek. <laughs> I, <don't, laughs> I think Actually, a I haven't
1: sent it in. i got to get my saliva or whatever yeah. and, and actually send it in and figure it out. Because Germans
0: usually turn red. Yeah, and I, <laughs> you I'm, allegedly, red, I'm German, supposedly. Dutch, and Polish, but we'll, yeah, no, there may yeah. be some doubts I, to the
1: I, accuracy of the reporting from my family. I'm pretty sure you're Mediterranean. <laughs> yeah. Somewhere from the
0: Mediterranean. <laughs>
1: Someone lied to somebody. Friday, what are you drinking? over there
0: uh well tonight ben i continue to drink and it's been weeks now i'm really nursing this rod and Hammers. yeah what the hell man rye whiskey it's it's right at the bottom i might finish it tonight maybe i might have a little bit left next week but it is good i mean the rod and hammers is a great mixer on its own not the greatest but uh when you mix it with a little bit of coke a little bit of club soda it does taste nice what about you ben
1: i am continuing to drink the ford
0: london dry gin a beautiful
1: crisp summer gin that friday picked up for me A few weeks ago or a couple weeks ago, it's actually a really nice gin. Uh, Mix it with a little tonic, a little bit of rosemary, a little bit of lime, a little bit of diet tonic, which I picked up just to lower the sugar content just a smidge. (laughs) Uh, But we, uh, hopefully we sound like we have a little bit more energy than we did last week. We spent last Friday evening christening oh, Franny's new condominium with uh several bottles of scotch and we were yeah. a little bit less than 100
0: percent last it good, saturday it was a good podcast yeah, though sure. it, it actually we had more energy than i thought we would um so i mean it was i was actually impressed with our stamina yeah little hair of the dog yeah did the trick it really wakes you up Franny. What are we going to talk about tonight?
1: Only a few weeks away from the opener of the NFL season. I know, season.
0: I know, it's crazy. I kept this year is flying by. It is already, you know, tomorrow's August first. That is crazy. It is crazy, and only uh, a couple feel good stories to go before uh, we get to the season. I know, I know, and then we're not going to have the feel good stories. And you know what? I'm not, I might not even want to be on the podcast without feel good stories, Ben. I don't
1: want to talk about games. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I
0: want to I want to talk about the good stuff going exactly. on in the world. But uh, tonight, Ben, on the big board, we have the NFL news as usual. We also have a shout-out to our new and loyal listeners out there. We have Ben's feel-good story. Just a couple more. So enjoy it, people. Exactly. And we also have our thirst and goal stat of the week. We also have our shot of the week, which is supposed to be something else today. I wasn't able to find the ingredient that I was looking for. I mean, I probably could have if I was, like, shopping around for that one that I needed, which is pineapple juice, and, you know, for some reason pineapple juice is not very popular uh we that's also a good reason for that yeah i mean pineapple juice is good
1: it's, it looks, I mean, it's little, not the greatest but you know it's, uh, it's little good sweet,
0: for it's sweet it's good for cocktails and shots that's, oh, for that's sure. pretty much what it's for uh and then we also have our beverage of the night which is the elijah craig straight rye uh Kentucky straight rye whiskey. <laughs> I'm like reading I'm like reading down the the bottle right here, but no, the Elijah Craig um the regular bourbon, the 94 proof. Great. I mean it's it's an excellent bourbon for the price Absolutely. which is about 20 some dollars or so in the low 20s some around there and this this one is just a little bit more. It's a few dollars more, um but the bourbon is excellent for the price and I'm guessing the same thing will will I mean the the rye I'm sure will be pretty good yeah. as well. Maybe not stellar, Based on the price range, but I'm sure it's it's good. I'm actually looking yeah. forward to that I'm, one. I'm, I
1: think uh, I think that's a bang for your buck. I think so. I'm, I'm hoping it is.
0: I'm hoping it is because I was really high on that bourbon. And we still have a little bit left over. And that was one of the first bourbons that we had on the show. And uh, you know what? I might have to start mixing that. Once I finish up those Rotten Hammers, I'm um, I'm gonna go with Elijah All Craig. Right. And we also have our beer of the night as well, Ben, the high ally. Yeah, wait, it's wait, actually still- uh
1: not made. Well, maybe it is made in Miami. I have no idea. No, it's
0: actually. What it is it? Is in uh, Florida. It's born in Tampa. Oh, there you Florida, go, Ben. From the home cigar of, city brewing.
1: Yeah, the home outside of is it Portugal? Is a uh, highlight a Portuguese sport? I think. Uh, yeah, maybe I, I'm I, I wrong so. on I mean, that.
0: It could. Be. I mean, I know in, in in Brazil, it's it's very popular, and you know, I, uh, in Portugal, I'm not sure if it's as popular as it is in Brazil. But it's but re- well, there you go. It's, yeah.
1: <laughs> there you go. I have no idea. I just know it's popular in Miami. I went too far in trying to be smart and talk about where the original, uh, where no, that sport originated. But it's from. a crazy.
0: It's a crazy game, though. No. I mean, if that oh, ball, yeah. if that ball hits you, I mean, if it hits you, if it hits you in the face, you're dead. Yeah, pretty my, much. The extent of my highlight knowledge is from Miami
1: Vice opener and whatever Frane told me before the show.
0: I mean, I, I mean, I, like I'm like, what highlight? Why does that sound? So familiar. And then and then you brought it up. You said it's that sport. I'm like, oh yeah, it's that sport with the guys that have that thing on their arm and they just kind of whip a ball around, like almost like a um what's that uh that that sport with the with the racket Oh, uh, the racket, oh, lacrosse. racket well racquetball Oh <laughs> racquetball What's that sport yeah. with
1: the racket <laughs> with the racket and the ball badminton Oh racquetball tennis
0: racquetball that's pong, the one ping t- pong table tennis <laughs> you know there's only a few <laughs> and then we also have our housekeeping to finish up the show bin
1: All right Franny. what's
0: first up on the big board First up Ben we got the NFL news All right Franny. it was finally
1: the long awaited conclusion to the drama in Green Bay has finally come to a conclusion for approximately eight months. Before the drama will start up again. Uh, Devontae Adams. Yeah, he's here. I want to be the highest paid. But the last dance likely ends the romance between the Packers and Aaron Rodgers. Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers and wide receiver Devontae Adams could easily clear up exactly what their intentions are for their futures in Green Bay by using their words on social media. Instead, they've chosen or they did choose this past week to use pictures and leave the situation up for interpretation. Both Rodgers (laughs) and Adams in full infantile mode. Uh, However, reports are that the Packers are close to convince or did convince Rodgers to return to the Green Bay Packers for the 2021 season. Uh, Under the terms of the new agreement, according to ESPN, the final year of Rodgers' existing contract would be voided and was voided, uh, leaving only two years remaining in Green Bay through the 2022 season. Green Bay would not be allowed to place the franchise tag on Rodgers thereafter, and the team has agreed to review, whatever this means, to review the contract at the end of the season. Uh, Adam Schefter reported that the Packers will adjust Rogers' contract to create salary cap, and they did, uh, and that mechanisms will be put in place to address Rogers' issues with the team again, not really clear what that means. I don't know how you could put that into a contract. Uh, as an attorney, I can tell you that there's no way that those terms have this, the, the particularity that you would that would require that would be required under a contract situation. Rogers Skip Packers mandatory minicap in June, which previously put his status for the upcoming season in questions. Adams, who broke off talks with the Packers, is willing to renegotiate with Green Bay when Rogers returns. He did return. Uh, Adams is looking to be paid like the NFL's top wide receiver, Arizona Cardinals wide receiver, DeAndre Hopkins. Listen to this number Friday. I forgot about this. Whose contract has an annual average value of $27.75 million. Green Bay is set to enter the 2021 season with Adams, Marquise Valdez, Scantling, and Allen Lazard as their top three wide receivers. And the team selected Clemson's Amari Rogers in the third round of the 2021 NFL draft. Rogers also was able to cajole the Green Bay Packers to swing a trade with the Houston Texans to bring back stellar wide receiver Randall Cobb, who said, I can breathe again uh, when he returned to the team this week. But Friday, what say you they they, it was only one mole that popped up in the whack-a-mole game and the Packers pounded that fucking mole <laughs> right into submission. They drew Packers I also I was quarterback. Yeah, I, I was mean, a
0: little worried last week. We talked about this, not last week, submission. but for many weeks in a row. We did talk about uh, Aaron Rodgers and um, his potential move to a different team. And, the, I mean, the teams that were, you know, mentioned were not stellar <laughs> the teams where Rodgers can actually find some success. Um, but, you know... Uh, I think this is pretty much his last tour. I mean, we'll see how things go in this, this season. I mean, you know, obviously, if they win the Super Bowl, he's staying with the Green Bay Packers. But just imagine if the season doesn't go as planned. Let's say they make the playoffs, but they go out in the first round. Which is the most likely scenario? I, well, no, I mean a likely scenario is going to the NFC Championship game and, and losing, and then losing in that yeah, game exactly. yeah. that, to the Cowboys,
1: probably. Well, shut up. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's not going to happen. The Cowboys can't go that far. <laughs> you're you're
1: teetering on the edge of a shot there. But I what don't do say you think about the Packers? You know, standing up to Aaron Rodgers, you know, not flinching, driving the car straight down the track in a game of chicken and not blinking at all. I know ESPN and some other networks tried to spin this as a win for Rogers. I don't, other than getting out of the last year of his contract, I have no idea how this how this is a win mm-hmm. for Aaron Rodgers. They renegotiated his contract. He had the you know the media day where he essentially you know he needs to work on his metaphors or or learn what a metaphor is. I know he thinks he's a really smart guy, but his metaphor about the the person working in an office who had a high sales year and then asking for a raise and them saying no, and then someone else saying, I really want your salesman. i like, oh no, no, now I want to talk to you was a what didn't have any any relationship to his situation at all. Uh, but that was the best he could come up with, you know, with his long hair and his tan and right off the bongos at the beach. But what do you think about the Packers just staring this motherfucker down no, and saying, I can respect you wanna pay us thirty thirty million dollars? Go ahead, sit the fuck out.
0: Yeah, no, I mean I, I respect the the team for standing up to him. I mean he is you know, one of the greatest quarterbacks ever, Peshaw To take the field, Ben. Only forty-three <laughs> touchdowns last
1: year. Forty-eight, <laughs> I think, actually.
0: What and uh, what ninety ninety uh, touchdowns over what the last three seasons or something? It was or, like or, yeah, not, ninety-nine touchdowns, ninety-nine touchdowns over and, three seasons and three interceptions or nine over or nine, nine, interceptions. nine interceptions. Yeah, so I mean that those numbers right there. I mean that's unheard of. Come on, except
1: for the big zero for
0: Super Bowl appearances. Yeah, well, you know whatever. I mean, but NFC Championship appearances,
1: the pre the pre the pre Tom Brady Tampa Bay <laughs> Bucks. <laughs> Situation,
0: yeah. But I mean, I, I give uh, I give the Packers a lot of respect for uh, for standing up to a quarterback of his caliber um, and and standing firm. I mean, you know, they they got a deal done. They got a deal in place. We'll see what happens this season, how things play out. I mean, there's still a potential move for him at the end of this season. I mean, he could they could trade him. Maybe I'm not sure. A year older, and you know. It really depends on if if he does suffer any sort of injuries this season, um, you know what can happen in the long term. But I do respect uh, the the, uh, the Packers for for standing firm against the player with that sort of yeah caliber. See, I you mean can you can do it. The it's, Texans, like, it's like well, the, the
1: Texans are a different situation. Yeah,
0: well, that's a whole different story. Yeah, but they
1: could have. Stu- I mean, they could I mean, have. what do you, yeah, what do you think, Ben? I mean, yeah, I agree. I mean, I I it warmed the cockles of my heart, not because I am a management person or a business side person, just because I thought that his point of view was ridiculous they already had offered him a two-year extension getting him you know with making him the highest paid quarterback putting him there for five years i don't know how many more fucking years he would like ben roethlisberger has has signed short-term deal after short-term deal after short-term deal after he came out of his two big contracts post his initial contract that he signed with the steelers lots of quarterbacks signed two and three-year deals especially when they get up there in age tom brady was signing one-year deal after one-year deal and a two-year deal Mm -hmm. Uh, you know Mm -hmm. he had a five-year offer on the table Uh, You know, the the issues with Gutenkunst, I'll probably pronounce that incorrectly, (laughs) the the general manager, I'm not sure exactly what his issues were with Brian. You know, I I just I really want to applaud the Packers for staring him down in this situation. He already makes so much money that it makes it difficult for them to put, you know, a winning roster on the field. And if you pay Devontae Adams, Mm -hmm. you know, twenty eight million dollars a year, if his cap number is anywhere close to that, I'm not sure how you expect to keep that defense you know, the Smith brothers and everybody else on that defense and actually get some receivers around him. I don't quite understand the Cobb signing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess it's a cheap, you know, it was a cheap Probably trade cheap, for, cheap for them. Deal. But apparently if it was to was able to placate, you know, give the baby his bottle, he gets his quarterback back or his uh, receiver back. Uh, but it just, it shocked me that it had to get to this point in Green Bay. So what they're saying essentially is if they have a great year this year, maybe win the Super Bowl, he's back for 2022. If not, they're going to figure out what they have with Jordan Love, see if they can get him up to starting, you know, Speed. get his level up to where he can start mm-hmm. for the Packers in 2022 and then deal Rodgers at the end of the next season. Mm-hmm. But, wow, but, I mean, what a team, dramatic you offseason. You think
0: there's a lot of teams that would be nipping at the heels? I mean, just trying to get Aaron Rodgers, a 38-year-old Aaron Rodgers, yeah. going on to 39 pretty much. I mean, how many more years does he have left? I mean, because he's, I mean, Rothersberger um, uh, you know, he's played a long I mean, he's, he's what, almost 40 years old himself. He's 38, 39. 38 years old. Uh, you know, Tom Brady's also, you know, beyond 40, um, you know, Drew Brees, Drew Brees was, you know, above 40 as well, but those guys also suffered less injuries than Aaron Rodgers has. I mean, so Aaron Rodgers at 38 years old is a different quarterback than some of those guys. You know, I'm, I'm not sure how many teams are going to be willing to pay him that much money for maybe one year. And and you know sort of see what happens and you know I mean I'm I'm, I'm sure he would look for a longer term contract than just that one year but would they so, be willing to, like it you know empty their wallets and and you know pay an old man that's been through a lot of injuries I he's think suffered so. quite a few I think
1: so I, I mean he's obviously a great quarterback I mean but you know the reality is sometimes it just it does the chips don't fall the way that you would like them to I mean Dan Marino doesn't have a title you know a lot there's lots of quarterbacks out there that have one or John Elway just scraped into those two titles at the end of his career. You know, there are a lot of great quarterbacks out there where the chips just don't fall on the table and the cards don't come the way that you want them to come. I mean, Russell Wilson, back-to-back Super Bowls, won one of them, got back, lost to the Patriots, hasn't been back since. You know, there are a lot of great quarterbacks that ultimately don't get to the Super Bowl and win multiple titles. Ben Roethlisberger's got those two early in his career. Yeah, Jim Kelly. Went back one more. Jim (laughs) Jim Kelly got four. Four Lost to all four of them. Uh, You know, so I understand where he's coming from, but, but you have to have... A better, uh, you know, a better situation to go into than the one that you're leaving. That's sort of like leaving your job one on one. Like try to have a better job lined up than the one that you're resigning from. I, I do think that one of the teams that people are overlooking. They are talking about the Broncos, talk about the Raiders. I don't know why the Saints wouldn't be like the number one on my list if I were Aaron Rodgers. If there was a team out there that I would be looking to go to in 2022, mm-hmm. Taysom Hill. I know he's under contract at a relatively reasonable number. Uh, I'm sure they could, you know. Jettison, Jamison, Winston pretty or, easy. You know, even the Colts. But great coach.
0: You the know, Colts, Frank Greig, I mean, same thing. Colts great coach, great team. You know, Philip River's a chance. And Philip Rivers is also around the same age. Uh I mean, you know, obviously not the same level of quarterback, still a, a, a Solid quarterback, but he's no Aaron Rodgers. Um, that's another team because they have yeah. money, they can actually pay. They him. always and, have money, so, he's yeah, you know, got money in his that's, basement. <laughs> I know it's it's like that pile of cash in uh, Breaking Bad, yeah, that, you exactly know, yeah. underneath the floor, <laughs> yeah. underneath this crawl space of the house. Yeah, that's what he has. Um, but you know, that's actually another destination, you know, that he can potentially go to. That's that's a team that would definitely be willing, actually, to take him on. Yeah, I mean, that's I mean,
1: I was thinking about it when I was drawing up the agenda. And that was my initial thought, was why the Broncos? Well, I mean, I understand why the Broncos, because they, their defense is lights out and they've got some young talent on offense. But the Raiders with John Gruden, that seems like a terrible fit for a disciplinary, somebody who really knows the X's and O's of football like Aaron Rodgers does. It To me, actually, now that you bring up the Colts, I thought the Saints would be the, the perfect location with That's Sean awesome, Payton, man. with Kamara, with Michael Thomas, with that good defense, with the great offensive line. Even a year from now, I thought that would be like the number one. If I were... Aaron Rodgers, that would be my uh,
0: potential destination you know,
1: destination of choice. But the, the Colts with Frank Reich, if you can get Jim Ursay to open up his wallet a little bit, they've got a
0: mm-hmm. great young even, running game. Even, they've got some receivers. You know, we'll talk about Wentz, I'm sure. But I mean, you know, oh, even, what's even, left even, of them? Even with Wentz on the contract, I'm sure they could still you know... Swing it? Yeah. They're I think, still, I think
1: they, they're still like $30-something yeah, under I, the cap. I, I, they probably Even with be, this lowered it, cap, I think they, they're, that, they're <laughs> way yeah. under
0: the cap. Yeah, I mean, they've they put a decent team together You know, without spending a ton of money. Um, but that would also be actually a pretty good destination, I mean, in terms of finding success with the team, because they have a good, young, you know, core built In Indianapolis, yeah, and I wonder if
1: Peyton Manning hadn't won those two Super Bowls in Denver, if if they would even really be considering Denver as an option.
0: Mm, Yeah, yeah, because
1: I mean the defense obviously is lights out, but Mm. that offense,
0: Mm -hmm. I think he's got a better
1: offense. Yeah, I'm not sure
0: who who has the better offense, the Bears. Or the Broncos, it's <laughs> yeah, like exactly. They're both at the bottom of the barrel. It's like their defenses can play lights out, but I mean that offense. I mean, it's like you can figure out one side of the ball, but the other side of the ball is completely they just cannot figure it's a it complete out. Complete mess. But what do you think about Adams, Devontae Adams, wanting to be? Yeah, a now all of a sudden, plus. No, but all of a sudden now he wants talk. It's like, oh, yeah, Aaron Rodgers, but it's is only back? a year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, he might exactly. only be back for a year. Mm-hmm. <sighs>
1: yeah you know, do you think he's worth twenty seven? We haven't seen him play with another quarterback. <sighs> yeah, exactly, Let's, exactly. I wonder so how he'll sure. play if he doesn't have Aaron Rodgers throwing DeAndre the ball. DeAndre
0: Hopkins, we've seen what he can do with multiple quarterbacks yeah. now, and I can you throw know, the we, ball to DeAndre Hopkins. You know, we saw what you know DeAndre Hopkins did with Arizona. I mean, obviously Arizona they sputtered out towards the end of the the, the year, you know the last eight weeks. But I mean, the start of the season with DeAndre Hopkins, the difference that he made, um, doesn't matter who's throwing him the ball. I'm not sure if you know Devonte Adams has that same ability to do that
1: yeah i agree i think that's a, a way too big a number and they're mm-hmm. going to have to let him walk after this season if they can't negotiate some type of contract i just feel like that's too much money mm-hmm. for a single receiver you know it, it just is mm-hmm. that's my opinion anyway brownie are you ready to move on let's move on then. next up the texans are massaging offers for deshaun watson <laughs> the, the houston texans are now willing to listen and have been for some time to trade offers for star quarterback Deshaun Watson, who is in training camp. Sources say the price is high for a player of this caliber and should be. I'd likely, or I'd likely take at least it'll likely take at least three first round picks or more. Uh, when Watson reported to camp on Sunday, he was respectful, but his demeanor reiterated he didn't want to be with Houston. The question is, will a team step up with a type of massive offer? That would compel the Texans to move on from him now. Watson would also have to waive his no-trade clause. Interested teams have done homework uh, on Watson's legal situation. The Texans quarterback is under both NFL and police investigation now, and being accused by 22 separate lawsuits filed in March and April of sexual assault and misconduct during massage sessions. The NFL has placed him on the the NFL hasn't placed him on the exempt list, and that civil cases won't go to trial this year if a team gets comfortable with that piece. Or with that, yeah, with that price, it's a rare opportunity mm-hmm. to acquire one of the NFL's best young quarterbacks. Yeah, there are a couple criminal investigations now, but mm-hmm. no charges have been filed. Uh, Friday what say you? Is some team out there going to give up three picks huh? for a guy that allegedly committed greater sins than Ben Roethlisberger, <laughs> who huh. was suspended for six games after he was cleared of See. any misconduct by the police and the district attorney's office, notwithstanding... Roethlisberger got a six-game suspension. Watson has yet to be suspended for a single game.
0: Well, I mean, we'll see what happens. You know, we'll see what kind of punishment the NFL comes down. I mean, even if, if all the criminal stuff is dropped, we'll see what kind of punishment the NFL has for Watson and how long. I mean, it's still unknown, but the one team that keeps on popping up is the Eagles' band? Yes, and baby. That's why I wanted to hear your team, opinion on this. There's one team out there that does have draft capital. Wouldn't that
1: be like the Eagles? Like you trade three first round picks and the guy gets suspended for two seasons? Yeah, uh, I don't know. If it, I don't <laughs> know if it'd be that long. I don't know. I mean, if it's eight games or something, it'd ten games. He gets a criminal plea deal.
0: Plea deal for a couple years. Let's, in say, let's say it's, let's say it's, it's um, you know it's ten games. And you know we still get to see what Jalen Hurts has. I mean, you know they're not they're not playing they're not <laughs> paying games. they're not paying Jalen Hurts anything right now. I mean, they, well, they're paying him, but they're not paying him you know uh, any large amount of money at the moment. Uh, but you know you know let Jalen Hurts take the field, see what he can do. We know what Deshaun Watson can do, but if there's one team out there that can definitely give up picks, it's the Eagles because they don't know what to do with them anyways. You know they could it, have they could exactly. have thirty first. I mean, could have, they could have them Rogers first, or <laughs> Rogers at the
1: end of the season. The, the first thirty Watson. picks
0: in the first round it could be all Eagles picks, but. They would probably pick the worst players out of those thirty. And The last two teams would probably big, pick better than the Eagles did in those first thirty. The Eagles so, I mean, are like a drug addict negotiating with the the last
1: bag of heroin on the planet. They're like, "What do you got? I got, a, I got a house. I got a house. I got a. What do you, what, what do you need? They're like,
0: yeah. I mean, three picks, four picks, five picks. So, I mean, what the Eagles don't have his money, cap space. But they do have picks, so they can definitely give away many picks. And I wouldn't have an issue with the Eagles giving away picks because they never draft well. Um, so you know, they're, Fletcher they're, Cox. Okay, that's, that's been a long time. Carson it's, Wentz. It's, it's been a long time, and Carson Wentz is not with the Eagles anymore. Um, but you know, it, it, very rarely. Randall do they Cunningham. Find it, <laughs> <laughs> You have to go way, you know, Brandon Graham, who was not, I mean, he wasn't that style, I mean, he wasn't that great for his first, what, five or six seasons, maybe. Now he's picked it up towards the end of his season. I was trying the to think career. of a guy
1: that played but, offense and defense who's like the all time. You best know, Myles, Miles player. Sanders,
0: you know, I like that pick right there. It's, I mean, they're, they're, but, uh, you know, more more often than not, they fuck up their picks. I mean, Jalen Regor in the first round. Ra- I mean, J- in the first round, seriously, <laughs> Jalen Regor? I mean, and you got Devontae Smith this year, right? Uh, okay, okay. Well, we'll see how, I mean, that's it seems like that should be a good pick, but that was like an easy pick to make. I mean, he was on the board. They were drafted early. I mean, you can't really fuck that up, but they really fucked up the Jalen Ray Gore one. Daniel Jones. I I, I think that, you know, the Eagles out of all the teams in the league that can give up draft capital, they would be that number one destination for Deshaun Watson. And even if he does, you know, receive a harsh uh, punishment from the NFL for multiple games, um, I, I would still, I would still bring him on board if they can afford it and if they can uh well they have the draft pick so that doesn't matter.
1: Yeah, I mean to me that's a perfect landing spot for Watson uh, for the for the, some of the reasons you mentioned but also just because of the fact that there are very few teams out there that have the 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 capital on hand to make a trade like that and still have uh, a good enough team to put on the field around him. Mm-hmm. You know, the Raiders, they stockpile picks but they 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 went through a lot of those picks this past season. They don't have as many picks as they did have. The Broncos have some picks, but I really think the Eagles would be a great spot for him to get him into that that cauldron of Eagles fandom with the with the abuse that people take and the high level of anxiety. I think it would be the perfect situation for him because he thrives on that type of thing. He doesn't want to be in Houston with that ridiculous franchise with the with the ridiculous ownership group with McNair down there. I, I think the Eagles would be a good spot for him. Again, I think that the the New Orleans Saints would be a good location for him. I think the Dolphins would be a good location for him, but of all of those possibilities, I think the Eagles are a good fit mm-hmm. for Watson. I think the fans would really take to him there. I think you've got the receivers in place. The defense is okay. Build up that secondary, obviously, as you always have to do. But I, I mean, I'm really, I'm really curious to see whether a team is going to be willing to pull the trigger on this before, yeah, something happens. I mean, it's the NFL is accusing you know the Deshaun Watson, the plaintiff's attorney. Of not making people available, Busby, you know, blasted the NFL for lying this week, which I and I actually believe him. Uh, the NFL is trying to sh- is trying to slow walk this investigation, hoping that something will happen with the criminal investigation or something will happen with the civil lawsuits that will make their decision for them because they're too chicken shit to make a decision on their own, even though they have all the information they would need. They've talked to all the women and the witnesses that are available, even some women that did that that have allegations, but do not want to file civil litigation, have talked to the NFL. So the NFL, I think, is is really taking a pretty cowardly approach to this by not at least admitting that that's what they're doing. Uh, but I, I I think you could get him now rather than waiting for what's going to happen, because if the, if the NFL has proven anything to us over the years, even in today's environment, is that they're not going to take that kind of a property, that kind of a star off the field for very long.
0: Mm hmm. Mm hmm. No, yeah, you definitely don't want to waste this guy's career. I mean, he had, you know, what he threw for forty five hundred yards last last season. What was the season before last season? And I mean, it's it's uh, you know, and he who was he? He had nobody to throw the ball to, and he yeah. still had that many yards. Yeah, yeah. He had Will Fuller as his number one. I think it was the number one wide right receiver was Will Fuller, who actually had a full healthy season, which is unheard of for Will Fuller. But I mean, it's 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 it's, it's, it's it's amazing what the guy was able to do without DeAndre Hopkins on the field and a bad team around yep. him. And he was still able to do that. You know, I mean, the Eagles have better players than, yeah. you know, than than the Houston uh, uh, Texans do. So, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, it, it'd be a great move for him. But, I mean, well, we'll see what happens in the long run. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, what he's able to do with, with, with low quality talent. He moved to a different team, a new environment. You know, he could definitely succeed anywhere else. And more so, I mean, maybe I have 5,000 yards easily you know, in a yep. season. I mean, he's a, he's a spectacular talent. You definitely don't want to have that guy sit out another year or two years or whatever. And, you know, he's, he's already, what, 26? Maybe 25, 26. He's, not I think he's old. twenty Yeah, I think he's 25. He's not old, but you don't want him to take the field again when he's 26, 27 years old. I mean, you, just, you know, the NFL, you know, should have uh, the fans best interest in mind too I mean, and they you do know, if, if they drop <clears> these <throat> these criminal if, if all the criminal stuff is dropped or if he settles or whatever um then you know there's no reason why they should I mean if, if there's some sort of punishment fine but I mean I wouldn't I wouldn't leave him off the field for too long
1: yeah and I don't think they will I mean the 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 NFL views all of these players as essentially like a television show and how many eyes they're going to be able to get on the on the screen and there's very few quarterbacks around the league that get will get the kind of attention on the television. As one of their assets, then then Deshaun Watson. Tom Mm -hmm. Brady was one of them, potentially. Aaron Rodgers is one of them, potentially. You know, Russell Wilson. But Deshaun Watson, on a good team, that's an immediate Sunday night football. Mediocre team.
0: (laughs) Let's not get ahead of ourselves.
1: But on a a high-quality team, that will get millions of eyes on the television screen, especially on Sunday night football or Monday Mm -hmm. night football, even on a Sunday. But but if they put him on a Sunday night, those ratings are going to be through the roof. Mm -hmm. And I think the NFL knows that.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: All right, Franny, are you ready to move on? Let's move on, Pat. Oh. Speaking of the New Orleans Saints, Michael right. Thomas's injured ankle leaves Sean Payton rankled. <laughs> I did a little rhyming this week. Yeah, I know. You, you can that. tell me not to do it. Ankle, in the future. <laughs> I would be perfectly happy to not do that in the future. Uh New Orleans Saints wide receiver Michael Thomas will need six to eight weeks for the repaired ankle ligament to heal, and then another six to eight weeks to get in shape where he can run and cut effectively before returning to the field. Thomas could shorten the timeline, but being on the field for the season opener against the Green Bay Packers seems unlikely. The worst-case scenario per the recovery timeline would put Thomas back on the field in late October. The best case would put Thomas in the Saints lineup before the end of September, perhaps for their week three game against New England. Thomas struggled through the ankle injury suffered in the season opener throughout the 2020 season, limiting him only to seven games and producing by far his worst NFL season with only 40 catches and 438 yards and zero touchdowns. The 28-year-old wideout saw a specialist right after the season who advised him to hold off on surgery and told him there was at least some possibility he could rehabilitate the injury and avoid surgery. The team, however, wanted him to undergo ankle procedure when he reported to minicamp in June. Thomas had the procedure to repair his his injured ankle in late June, and Peyton minced no words about the disappointing timing of that surgery during Wednesday's annual pre-training camp press conference. Obviously, we would have liked to have that happened earlier than later, Peyton said. Quite honestly, it should have. When asked a follow-up question regarding whether it was a communication issue between Thomas and the Saints, Peyton said he was going to leave it at that. Franny, what say you?
0: Uh, obviously it should have been done earlier. I mean, if you want, I mean the season is, is it's right around the corner. It <clears> is <throat> right around the corner. You can have surgery in June or late June or whatever. I mean, that makes absolutely no sense. You have the entire off-season. You know, to have that shit done. And now you're gonna wait till basically the last second before the season begins. I mean, he's he's the top one of the top receivers, top three, top five, you know, wide receivers in the league. I mean, well, we'll see how he does with the you know, the current quarterback crop that they have uh, over there. Um, <laughs> well, Taysom <taste> Hill. <laughs> yeah. Allegedly is yeah. getting all the first team reps. So, yeah, so that tells might, you he the might quarterback. Another, he might have another bad season, actually. So it doesn't really matter. You know what? Take your time. Just take your time to come back from this ankle injury because uh, you know, you don't have the best guys throwing you the ball.
1: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> this is always something you have to sort of tiptoe around because you don't want to tell people what to do with their bodies. Mm-hmm. But then again, you know, he could have had the seat, the, 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 the operation. Yeah, he's not going to throw any touchdowns to right him, anyways. After the it season. took him
0: four games to throw a touchdown.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. But but watching the Olympics, it really made me feel like uh, I think a, a lot of these, especially these NFL players and NBA players and even Major League Baseball players, they drag out their injury timeline and their rehabilitation periods much longer. I mean, you're hearing in the in the in the Olympics about you know people that are playing on their feet in you know volleyball, rugby, other sports, tore their Achilles and they're back like four months later. No, there was
0: like that. Uh, it was like a Russian gymnast who came back.
1: Yeah, didn't like, she? It was an Achilles
0: injury. Right? Yeah, it was an Achilles tear. And he was back in like three or four months.
1: Yeah. So I'm wondering like, are these guys just stretching this out and getting paid for as much missed time as possible? Mm-hmm. I mean, it just it just begs that question because these Olympic athletes seem to get back very, very quickly from their injuries.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But what do you think about uh Michael Thomas and Sean Payton's relationship going forward?
0: Um, I mean, you know, I don't I don't think it's really gonna, you know, mess up the relationship between the two guys. I mean, you know, Sean Payton didn't really say anything negative about the injury. He just said he he feels that, um, you know, Michael Thomas should have had it done a little bit sooner. I mean, <laughs> you know, obviously it's not smart to hold off, you know, right before the beginning of the season to have any sort of surgery done, and you have well, you it, know, is it, it is if you want to enjoy your off season, yeah, exactly, and then get paid then for get paid. games you're yeah. not playing. Yeah, but I mean, while you know, you're under contract, it's, it's Michael. While you Thomas's, signed a big contract, Michael Thomas's body, he can do whatever he wants to do, but uh, you know, I don't, I don't think it's gonna, you know, do anything to the relationship between. The player and the coach. No. But, but what do you think about
1: their uh the quarterback situation there with Taysom oh, in yeah. the first team reps?
0: Yeah, that doesn't make any sense to me.
1: And he's what twenty like 28, 29 something
0: like that? I, I, he just doesn't I mean he's like he's a he's a strong physical player, but he strikes me more as a as a tight end <laughs> or even a running back. A lot of guys are trying to make resurgent careers at the, a tight end at the a, tight end position than a quarterback, you know, Tim Tebow. You know, like he like he is like Tim he, he is basically Tim Tebow, two you know, I mean, it's like his mechanics are off. His accuracy is off. He's just big and he's strong. That's basically what he is. Uh, I, I I don't agree with him, you know, starting the season as the number one quarterback on that team. doesn't make any sense. But yeah, I again, remember, there's
1: another guy that's coming back. I can't remember his name, but there's another guy that's coming back uh, that wants to potentially play the tight end position. I can't remember what his name
0: is. Yeah, but I mean, I would rather have Jameis Winston take the field. I mean, you know, we saw obviously Jameis Winston in his last season through 30 touchdowns and 30 interceptions, which aren't, you know, great numbers. The 30 touchdown number is, but that 30 interception number is atrocious. Um, but still, I think he is a better, more of a prototypical quarterback than, than Taysom Hill. You know, he looks more like a quarterback when he's out there. He's not that, he's not even that fast. It's not like he doesn't get out of the pocket. That he just doesn't, he just makes. Stupid decisions. And, you know, yeah. if that's something that you can fix, you know, in the offseason or in practice, then I'd rather roll with him over Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill is just, I don't know, I just don't see it. I agree. I agree. I would throw Winston out there. Yeah.
1: Ronnie, a little bit of bad news for the Pittsburgh Steelers. No, I forgot to add this to the agenda. Oh. No. <laughs> Defensive end, Justin Houston reached a one year deal with the Ravens. This, according to multiple reports, the deal is reportedly worth only up to four million dollars. Houston has only? turned down multiple uh, offers from poor guy. <laughs> multiple offers from other teams, and he wants to sign with the Ravens. Justin Houston is aware of the cap situation, ultimately willing to work with them to make a deal happen, despite the opportunity to earn more money. Elsewhere. Baltimore has a huge need for proven edge rusher. Anticipate this long lingering situation to now move more quickly. But Franny,
0: within the division. Do, do we need within the fucking the
1: division. Ravens to be any
0: better on defense? Oh man. I know I mean, that we sucks. are the best defensive. I mean team. go elsewhere. Go outside the, the, the division. Go outside the conference. Ugh, <laughs> so you it's to almost deal. like he's trying to hurt I know, me. I know. He's just he's just like just he's, he's just twisting twisting the sword. It's it's in you. It's Ugh. like it's, it's 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 in your bowels, but he's just twisting it now.
1: Ugh. Yeah, I mean, and apparently Nick Foles is uh, on the training block again too. Yeah, he's he's gonna go to the Colts. But, I mean, and the
0: Colts uh, are gonna win a Super but, Bowl. <laughs> I
1: mean, we have got a 38 year old Roethlisberger. Now we got they just added. You know, he won't play full time, but Justin Houston is a bona fide Ed rusher out there, and the Baltimore Ravens defense is already very very good. Mm-hmm. We have I'm grabbing the shotgun. Lamar Jackson coming back. He's going to be one more year better. One more year as you know, more dangerous than he was last year. One more year closer to getting over the hump in the playoffs, which is his last, you know, last sort of bugaboo is, is his his ability to get a bugaboo, the bugaboo to get through those important playoff games because he plays lights out during the regular season. Uh, but fuck this! This is not what the Steelers needed in Ben Roethlisberger. Uh,
0: I'm waiting for you to say something negative about the Ravens. Ah, uh, fuck the Ravens. There we go. Why there couldn't the, the Steelers? Shot right. Why couldn't there? the
1: Steelers have brought him in? Wait, wait, wait. For wait, wait, a lousy $4 million. Wait, wait, bucks. was he? Justin Houston. I feel like he was with, uh, I want to say he was
0: with the Chiefs. Oh, he was with the Chiefs. Oh, okay. Like in my mind, I was thinking he was with, with the Steelers. No, no, he wasn't with the
1: Steelers. No, that's Bud oh. Dupree, who's already oh, hurt. Who's okay. already hurt for the Tennessee Titans? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what I was saying within the division. I'm like, oh, okay, well, still, he's in your division now. Um, oh, Colts. Was, oh, with the, oh, okay. With the Colts. Okay. All right, all right, all right. Okay, but that's the but whole, that's that's, that's yeah. the last thing that the Steelers need. I mean, the division itself is already shaping up to be one of the strongest in football. Now you bring him in. I mean, the Browns are strong. I mean, even even the Bengals this season. Burrow's Joe Burrow's ready to go. Burrow, man, he's taking all those first team reps. Yeah, no. I mean, that's 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 be a fun. I mean, for for somebody that uh, is is rooting for a team in a crappy division, uh, it's be a lot of fun to watch the AFC North. Yeah, but it's
1: just this is the, this is our. This year and maybe maybe next year if we get rossberger back on a one year deal potentially or we, you know, for some strange reason, you know, um, God his name escapes me for the time the backup quarterback Dwayne Haskins somehow miraculously becomes a stud quarterback in yep. Roethlisberger's uh, absence in injury this year. Will not it is a, possible. will
0: not become a stud quarterback anywhere in the league. <laughs> it
1: is possible. No. All right, but we're going to do a shot because yes. I, I'm saying negative things about and it's our one of the best-run franchises in football right now, and that's why I For hate them time. because they're in my division. Yeah, I know. And it makes Always me fun. very unhappy to have uh, Jim Harbaugh and Kevin Stefanski to have to deal with. In my division, with the teams that they've got, especially with the Cleveland Browns mm-hmm. playing much better, taking the Chiefs right down to the wire in the playoffs last year, and now the Ravens back again, and
0: being the Steelers twice back to back yeah, in the final six two games weeks and on the playoffs, our schedule for the last year. week and in the playoffs, ugly. All but, right, uh, cheers, Ben. This is our punishment shot. It's our drinking game on this show. Uh, in blood, we signed a contract many years ago. If I say anything negative about a team in my division, which is the NFC East, I take a shot. If NFC Ben Least. says boost, if Ben says anything negative about a team in his division, which the NFC North, then he takes a shot. If Sonya, who used to be on this podcast, if she mentions anything negative about a team in her division, which is the NFC West, then she takes a shot. But Ben... You just said, fuck the Ravens. so Which know, is what shot. everyone
1: <laughs> in the AFC North says. Let's do the shot. Oh, that's a tiny little shot. I, I didn't say anything negative. <laughs> you well, said the
0: negatives. I'm, taking, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just taking yeah, one a little, yeah, little yeah, well, tiny shot. A little,
1: you should have a little bit more for no, that no, comment about the Cowboys making it to the ne- NFC
0: Championship Games. Yeah, you did fame. say, oh, shut up. Yeah, no, I said, oh, shut up! That's not that's impossible.
1: It's not impossible. <laughs> it's the best quarterback in the division. Oh my God. Well, actually,
0: I don't. I don't. Yeah, I'm not going to say anything <laughs> oh, let's negative about Dak Prescott. He actually might be the best quarterback now. <sighs> but a lot of teams could have picked
1: up Houston cheap. <sighs> not Even least cr- among them, yeah, the Pittsburgh yeah, Steelers. But yeah. they opted not to. Want to
0: take a quick break? Uh, we're going to take a quick break. I just take a quick break after that shot.
1: All right, we're going to take a quick break since we just did a very very nasty shot and we'll be right back with the rest of the nfl news
0: all right and we are back with the remainder of the nfl news i just had to take a tinkle yes (laughs) exactly we we are a podcast record outdoors where football should be played and podcasts should be recorded. And we also have a bathroom right next door to us, so I have to go inside the house yeah, exactly. and tinkle. We and don't have one, one at, break. The yeah, at the studio. At the studio I mean, technically, I mean, you have a whole yard here, ben, but <laughs> That's
1: true. I, <laughs> that's true. And we have a dog barking, you know, this dog barking in the background, so we yeah. do apologize yeah. if this murdering dog, and I actually did murder with the other neighbor's dog, <laughs> and it's huh. still there for some strange reason, but it's barking tonight. Friday. are you ready
0: to move on? Uh, Yes, I am, Ben.
1: All right. Cam Newton is out. Because winning is what it's about. The Patriots you, drafted. You really worked hard on this. this <laughs> yeah. I was like, I gotta, I gotta throw some rhymes in here. Yeah. I gotta throw some rhymes. We're gonna Michael compete. Thomas injured
0: ankle leaves. Sean Payton rankle <laughs> ankle gonna... rankle. I got right yeah. We're here. gonna
1: we're gonna take on the pick six podcast. The Patriots drafted quarterback Mac Jones or whatever uh, appeared to be a quarterback at number fifteen overall <laughs> in the spring, setting him up to take over at New England's QB one at some point in the near future. But entering training camp. The starting job presumably belonged to Cam Newton, who has said he feels much more comfortable entering his second season with the franchise. Head coach Bill Belichick was asked in his Tuesday press conference if there is an open competition at the quarterback position. In his customary way, Bill Belichick deflected the question. Yeah. Yeah. As I said, every one of us has to go out there and establish our level of performance in whatever our role or capacity is. So it's a new season. We've done some things in the spring, but this is really the start of a football season in terms of the building of the team part in training camp. So we all have a lot of work to do. That includes all of us. So until we go out there and do anything, it's pretty much a clean slate. The follow-up question came, does that clean slate include the quarterback, including the coaches and all the players, Belichick said. It's no real surprise that Belichick isn't tipping his hand at all when it comes to what New England might do at the quarterback position. At this point, it seems like Newton will be behind center in week one against the Dolphins, but how long will Newton be able to fend off the challenge from Jones is anyone's guess. There should be no excuses uh, uh, as this offseason, the Panthers signed four new offensive weapons in Jonu Smith, Hunter Henry, Nelson Aguilar, and Kendrick Bourne. Unlike Aguilar. And they still hope to... Develop Nikhil, I'm disgruntled.
0: Yeah, I know. See, Harry. See, see, I thought Nikhil Henry was going to take off. I mean, that first season that he played I'm like this guy, he's gonna be a solid player in the NFL, but no, it just it kind of no. petered out. And he's complaining about how but what it's like to Nelson play. Nelson Aguilar. Though, he asked for a
1: trade. Nikhil Nelson Aguilar.
0: Harry. I was really impressed with his time with the Raiders. Yeah, I'm surprised they, kept him. I, they definitely should have kept Nelson Aguilar. His time with the Eagles, I mean they did win a Super Bowl, good for him, but the follow up season was pretty terrible. Um, but you know, I, I think the uh, the Patriots should definitely roll with Mac Mandel. Boob Jones um you know i don't know if Cam Newton really has anything left in the tank i mean is is yeah. he, he's he's played a very physical career he's injured himself multiple times his shoulder injury i still think it's a nagging injury you might get a good a few good games out of him but he's going to end up on the sideline once again just like he did last season i mean he had covid issues too but he's just not the same Guy that he was with the Carolina Panthers, not yeah, even close.
1: Not even close. I mean, how many years do we have to watch Cam Newton suck balls, and then still hope he's going to get back to that 2015 glory? Look, I I am in awe of his
0: sartorial courage in his ability. Sartorial. What he that was the, was that in that was, your ma- was that in the in, in the word of the day calendar? The, uh, no, but I sart- I have one coming.
1: I have okay, one coming. okay. But I am in awe. I wish I had the courage to take the chances that he takes with his wardrobe. But he just doesn't have the set well, anymore. He's, he's and very
0: fashion-forward.
1: He's very fashion-forward. Well, I wish I had the the courage to to take the equivalent uh, <laughs> courageous uh, steps with my own wardrobe and wear what I'm like. You know what I want? And then I just say, nah, I'm not going to do that. I wish yeah. I had the, the courage to do what he does. I'm sure if you played in the NFL, you would, though, Ben. Probably. Yeah. Because, probably. I mean, you know,
0: you can't... If you showed up to a meeting at work wearing some of the stuff that Cam Newton does you might not be taken seriously. Actually, you wouldn't be taken seriously at all. With yeah, what he, probably I don't, I don't mean, He can wear whatever he wants to wear because he's a millionaire. He's, you know, you know, he's, he's done some good things in his career and nobody's going to look at him, you know, in it, you know, awkwardly like, yeah, oh geez, oh, like sure. you're wearing that. But I mean, it's because you know, he, he can do whatever the fuck he wants. He's a, he's a, he's a millionaire. He's, yeah. he's all the money. And he's not, In business meetings, like you are, (laughs) where there are other serious people across from you. Well, um, people are, they're definitely attempting to be serious. That is true. Well, yeah, exactly. That's what business is. Pretend like you're professional. We're all playing the
1: role. We're all playing the role. Uh, Well, actually, no, I do strongly believe in what I do. But- Uh, You know, I wish I had his courage. You know, and I I think it's 50-50. It's what Frani said, so I don't think it's fair to hold it against Cam Newton because he played physical. The Carolina Panthers expected him to play physical. College plays for him so that he would be out there in a a physical setting at Auburn as well. You know, they used him in a physical, physical way, so his career was cut short. And if I had the body that he had, too, I
0: would play physical, too. I mean, you're bigger and stronger than some of the linebackers out there trying to take you down. Of course I would try to run over them. You have the ability to do it. But the only problem is if you do it often enough and you have a long career, you'll have these types of injuries that yeah. are going to sideline you. And And he's he's a great backup for any team. He's a great backup, and that's what you should be with the Patriots.
1: Yeah, I agree. I agree. And the other 50% is his, uh, you know, every year is unwillingness to really work on his mechanics, mm-hmm. too much torque on the body. you will talk about it. You know, year after year after year, he just never really took, well, I don't know. I don't want to get into his mind. But he did he didn't improve his mechanics year over year. And that caused his body to break mm-hmm. down even further on top of what the the, the the teams expected him to do on a physical level. But I, I agree with you. I mean I, I think Bel Belichick of anybody as he likes to say, it's not that fucking complicated. He's just gonna send out the smartest or the smartest you know guy that's that's competing and playing the best in training camp, and if that's Mac Jones, I expect to see Mac Jones out there in Week One. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bill Belichick doesn't strike me as the kind of guy who's going to roll with Vinny Testaverde. Yeah, with, no, but with, if, if with, he's your with... first
0: round pick, I mean, you know, we talk about this all the time on the podcast. I mean, if you go out and you, dra- you draft a first round quarterback early in the in the first round, then that should be your starter. I mean, why? Why? I mean, we, we saw what Cam Newton gave this team last year. It was a good. day He started well, but then you know later on in the season, he just wasn't performing that great, just because his injuries and you know. His physical abilities sort of started to crumble, and 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 the same thing would be, would happen this season too. You would start out well, but then after a few games, you know, his body would start breaking down once again.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think the only the only thing sort of leaning on Bill Belichick a little bit towards Cam Newton, I would guess, is that look at those weapons that he brought in. To give to someone to an experienced quarterback. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've got Jonu Smith, you've got Hunter Henry, you've got Nelson Aguilar, a resurgent Nelson Aguilar, Kendrick Bourne, and akil Harry. Not going to trade him. That's a pretty awesome lineup. You know, bring in—I can't remember James White or whoever their their running back situation. I can't remember who, they've got two running backs, but there that are both pretty good. You know, I, I just feel like that might you know give Bel, Belichick a little bit of pause in throwing Cam Newton out there just because he's got these quality, experienced receiving targets out there for him. But if it were me, I agree with Ronnie, I would throw Mac Jones out there, mm-hmm. see if he can get lightning in a bottle. You got four years with this guy before you got assigned to a long-term deal or a big long-term deal if he's the real deal. So I would love to see what Mac Jones has. Mm-hmm. I mean, they can't run the ball and do play whatever style of football they played last year. I don't even know how I would describe what they tried to do last year. But I would really like to see Mac Jones, you know, and see what we can get out of him. That's mm-hmm. why I was I was actually hoping Aaron Jones or Aaron Rodgers wouldn't come back, so I could see what what Jordan Love has.
0: No, but I mean well, as long as Aaron Rodgers is there, I mean, I know he was taken in the first round. Later in the first round, it was like twenty something in the first round. But I mean, when you have somebody of Aaron Rodgers' <laughs> talent level on the team, then definitely roll with that guy. But if Cam Newton really, is the, if you go with Rodgers uh, over
1: Jordan Love, come on. But if, if
0: Cam Newton is you know the starter that you currently have in place. Then yeah, I would definitely roll with Mac Jones for sure. <laughs> All right, right. Right? I mean No. I, well, mean, I don't I don't know if there's a lot of people Well, who, I, would have sure J- people... I would have
1: started Jalen Hurts over Carson Wentz probably last year after that. Well, they like, did. I mean, like it, week it would,
0: two um uh, yeah, yeah. Might have taken they, about they, 8 they, weeks too long. They did <laughs> wait a little too long to see, you know, what Jalen Hurts uh, actually had. Um but, you know, I'm excited to see what he can do this season unless we can get Sean Watson. Then I don't care what John says. I want Deshaun Watson.
1: Jalen who? (laughs) Exactly. Philadelphia Eagles fans probably feel the same way. Speaking of Carson Wentz, Carson Wentz's injuries commence. And to the Colts' expense. (laughs) I was reading ahead of that. That's why I started laughing. (laughs) Oh, here he comes. Here he comes. Indianapolis Colts quarterback. Carson Wentz is out indefinitely as he undergoes further testing for a foot injury that he really? suffered at the end this of the This guy Thursday's never gets injured. <laughs> this is impossible. Uh, second year quarterback Jacob Eason took the starting reps at Friday and they brought someone else in. I can't remember. They brought some, you know, some somebody off the off the street in as well. With Sam Erlinger serving as the backup. The Colts acquired Wentz during the offseason and reunited him with Coach Frank Reich they're going to their own they're going to dinner together they're like hanging out together going to uh, clubs going to <laughs> I don't think these two go to <laughs> clubs uh, by the giving by giving the Philadelphia Eagles a third round pick in this year's draft and a conditional second round pick in the 2022 draft but funny, the impact on the eagles could be big while the third round pick this year was set in stone things do get a little bit interesting for the eagles as it relates to the conditional second round pick According to CBS Sports and the contract, that second can turn into a first under one or both of the following two conditions. Carson Wentz plays 75% of the off-season snaps in 2021. The Colts probably knew that
0: wasn't going to happen. Offensive snaps, yeah.
1: Or Carson Wentz plays 70% of the offensive snaps in 2021, and the Colts reach the playoffs. So you could end up with a first-round pick If. if... Carson Wentz can somehow meet one of those two conditions. It yeah. sounds like the Colts were pretty.
0: They they knew they knew they knew, they they knew something.
1: <laughs> but what do you think about that?
0: I mean, I feel I feel terrible for Carson Wentz. You know, I really, mean, I, I do, I do. I mean, I, look, I mean,
1: how could you still care
0: about this guy? I, look, he I, completely <laughs> shit all over you last year. When he, he just and, took a he, he took. It's not like the team was that he, great in general. I mean, we, he just, went down to downtown I mean, Philadelphia like all, and he took a giant no. But shit. T- I mean, look at all the injuries we had on the team. Like I mean, we had no receivers out there. We went to Travis Fulgham, and we, we had we had nobody out there. Yeah, he had Fulgham. Yeah. <laughs> he had yeah, Boston but, Scott. Uh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Those are big name players <laughs> yeah. right there. Yeah. What's the, you what's know, the running Ertz, back's name Zach who you're in love Ertz, with? Zach Ertz, what's... Miles Sanders. Zach Ertz yeah, he, was injured pretty much the entire yeah. season, too. Yeah. I mean, he had nobody to throw the ball to. The offensive line, you know, you, you lose your two best offensive linemen. Uh, you know, I mean, so he really was behind a terrible offensive line, lost multiple wide receivers. So, I mean, you know, he didn't shit the bed. They shit on him while he was in the bed. No, I I mean, but he did not play well. No, he didn't play well. I mean, he he showed some flashes here and there, but I mean, no, all in all, it was a terrible season, but I feel bad for the guy because he he always seems to sustain these injuries and it's, you know, I just feel bad for the guy. I mean, wait, you you don't? (laughs) I don't feel
1: bad for Carson Wentz at all.
0: (laughs) Why would you feel? I feel bad that he gets injured
1: for sure. Sorry, we got to. Carson. (laughs) Carson. Okay, I feel I do feel bad in a way because he keeps getting injured. Yeah. But he played, you know, he's obviously got something going on that's outside of just the injuries. But he played, I mean, he played poorly. He played the year before. He obviously got them to the playoffs there at the end of the year. He played really well at the end of the year. But the, the way that he acted last year. Yeah. You know, throughout most of that season, going into the end of the season, when he was ultimately benched for Jalen Hurts, and the way he acted during—I mean, am I, I said that he's gone? No. And then, and then demanding a trade, and you know, forcing the Eagles' hands into, into dealing their their franchise quarterback. Do I feel bad for a, a quarterback in the NFL that has a big contract? I don't think there's a single quarterback in the league that has a big contract that I feel sorry for in any sort of way, unless something was too bad was to happen to them personally. But on the field. No, I don't feel bad for Carson Wentz. He's got a hundred and sixty million dollar contract. No,
0: I know that. I know, but I just, I just, I, I just, it sucks that he always seems to sustain injuries year after. year. And this year. was in
1: practice. I mean,
0: even to call him, in you know, practice made out of glass. I mean, it's a huge disservice to glass because glass is actually stronger than Carson Wentz. Uh, I mean, Carson Wentz. I mean, it seems like every single season he is injured. He's only finished what two seasons? Yeah, his first season he finished and. Uh, and and this season I think that was pretty much the only two seasons that he really did finish and actually played all of the games Uh, well he he, the reason he finished this past season is because (laughs) Because he he didn't play the entire season uh, because he was benched Um, but you know for the Colts moving forward, I mean, we'll see what Eason has. Oh, my God. Um, can, you, can
1: you imagine if if, it, if this is a – because this happened a couple few days ago. Mm-hmm. And as far as I can tell, I don't see any updates on what the actual injury Yeah, I mean, I, is, I heard – that, that's that's a little frightening because it, yeah. they, they
0: should know. Mm-hmm. But I heard there might be some surgery. And, you know, if there's some surgery, he might miss his, Some surgery? Some some surgery. Yeah, Not-
1: but I went to the doctor like, well, you know, what we're recommending is uh,
0: – some surgery some sort of surgery
1: can you, can you expand on that doctor no nah, it's just some it's some it's some
0: some you'll be thing. under
1: general anesthesia so just don't worry about it it's just a it's a little it's a little some. something it's a some surgery that's 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 the medical <laughs> term for it yeah it's, when i filled out my form when i went to the dentist it just said have you had some surgery and i said and i just checked that box yes i've had some, some? surgery some yeah but i mean can, there's no technical terms it's do you think this this makes the eagles look smart
0: Uh, you know, well, I I mean, mean, you won't get the first round, pick. Eagles, the Eagles, um, you know, they, they were, they were kind of forced to trade him. You know, I mean, he kind of forced their hand on that, but you know, I think they made the right decision ultimately, not because of this injury, just because he wasn't very happy being in. Philadelphia and, you know, let the guy move on. Let him go where he, where he wants to go. <laughs> uh But, you know... I, God, I, you're the only Philadelphia Eagle fan that,
1: like, shows love for players that treat your team like shit.
0: He didn't really treat the Eagles like shit. I mean... He
1: wasn't particularly enamored with the team at the end of last season.
0: Well, yeah, but I mean... They moved on, okay? It's like he, he he's doing his own thing. The Eagles are doing their own thing now. You know, it's... Uh...
1: <laughs> this is not a relationship. It's, it's, it's a relationship. Our, you know, he's dating. I'm dating. You know, it's... It, you know, we're, we're, Whatever. You know, I wish him all the best. We're still friends. I wish him the best. I wish him the best. He's, you know... <laughs> she seems to be really nice. He seems to really... You know, they seem to be in love. So I'm, I'm happy.
0: Well, that's how I feel about Carson. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not I'm not I'm not sad that he's not with the Eagles anymore, though. I mean, it doesn't break my heart that he's not with the Eagles. I'm like, oh, you know, he's was, he was he was such a great quarterback that would have brought us multiple Super Bowls in the future. He could have. No, <laughs> no. Well, you
1: know, he's not going to. Well, the Colts will never have enough. They'll never have a high enough payroll to win a Super Bowl. That's just the unfortunate thing about playing for the, the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, but I, I, I but the fact that we don't know more about this injury almost uh, you know, four of- or five days in. It's some injury. It's some injury. But it's a little scary that we don't have a, uh, more information. And yeah. if surgery is on the horizon, that means at least a four to six week timetable, probably, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. even if it's in the some surgery bucket as opposed to the a lot of surgery <laughs> bucket. You know, it
0: doesn't, it doesn't, it's a foot it doesn't injury. speak it's well it's for an what's of left of something. Carson Wentz's yeah. career. Yeah. Well, good thing, he, I mean, good for him that he made a lot of money. Yeah, and, he signed a huge contract. And so.
1: Frank Reich, this probably throws a monkey wrench into their because they never have a decent backup over there. I mean, Jacoby Brissett is gone. Yeah, he was a decent backup. Yeah. They signed him to a, a decent contract as well—twelve mm-hmm. or thirteen million dollars a year for a you know essentially for a backup quarterback. Doesn't 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 speak well for the cold season coming up.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. All right, Franny, Carson Wentz. You want? Let's do a shot in honor of Carson Wentz. What, why? Eh, he's injured. He's off your team. Yeah, what? Why would why? You know, it's just an, in honor of his career, and his career probably it's no honor, to probably, do. probably being over. Let's let's do a let's do a, a small <laughs> shot in honor of Carson Wentz I, <laughs> and I, his career being over. Essentially, it's I think like, this we'll is, take
0: a shot. Congratulations, buddy. I think it's, this is. Essentially, I mean, i will take a shot. I mean, you know. I think
1: this is essentially the end of Carson Wentz's. Uh, I, I think this is going to continue to happen, NFL. and I think I think he's going to be one of those guys one of those quarterbacks that just keeps suffering injuries and, and, and isn't never able to sustain a career. And I do feel badly for him. In that. oh, one. now
0: all of a sudden you feel bad.
1: Well, you know, I wanted to do a little bit of a shot before we move on. Cause you didn't say anything bad about Dak Prescott. You didn't say anything bad about the, the, the Dallas Cowboys or the, or Daniel Jones or, or uh, Kelvin Benjamin telling the giants, fuck off. Did you see that came I into camp, came into camp thir- uh, like 30 pounds overweight and told Joe judge it's essentially his fault. How dare you? After me being out of the league for multiple years, how dare you tell me that I, you know, I'm not good enough to be on your team after after cutting? I'm him? not good enough. It was just like, wow.
0: Well, cheers, Ben. Let's do to, this. Uh, Carson Wentz's career. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I think this could be it for him. I mean, we'll see what happens. You know, we'll see how much surgery there is and what the timetable is for his return. I mean, yeah, obviously, he, how many I think,
1: years are we in now?
0: Yeah, that's true. All right, Let's cheers. Do this.
1: <laughs> And he went to the perfect team, the team that lost the last quarterback because he got injured too many times and didn't want to play football anymore.
0: Maybe he can move to the Broncos and win the Super Bowl.
1: <laughs> Along with Aaron. Get back up Aaron Rodgers.
0: Friday, what's next up on the Big Board? Next up on the Big Board, band is a shout-out to our new and loyal listeners out there. Oh,
1: thank you all to our new listeners out there. We truly appreciate each and every one of you. Thank you as well to our long-time and loyal listeners. We love each and every one of you. We see you. We see you. We hear you. You're smart enough, you're (laughs) good enough, and by golly, we like you. Since 2018, we have been a show about football, fun, friends, whiskey, and beer review. And since you're listening, please consider heading to our website, thirstygold.buzzsprout.com. From there, you can search Thirsty Gold Podcast on the web and subscribe, rate, and review the show. Please tell a friend, a family member, a coworker, a stranger, just one person. That is your homework assignment for this week with school just right around the corner. Tell someone... That you know about the show. We would truly, truly appreciate it. And you can get us on all the podcasters in the universe. As well as Pandora, Audible, and Amazon Music. If you listen to your podcasts there. Franny, what's next up on the big board?
0: Next up on the big board, Ben. We have your feel-good story.
1: Oh, Franny, we're scouring... The interwebs. Is this is this an Olympics
0: uh, feel-good story? <laughs> no, no. Oh, okay, we I talked about that. It was that. hard to yeah, find yeah. one. Mm. See, it's hard to find the feel-good stories.
1: It is hard to yeah. find I was actually, I look for, for like, I spent some time looking for, an
0: you know, an, the problem is they don't have a lot of money, so I they're mean, not donating I, I, a I lot can, of money. I, don't know, I don't know why, my, why I'm asking <laughs> you, because I could easily Google this stuff and find it myself. Amateur so athlete that, donates $5,000. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> giving up his gold medal.
1: What was it guys? Caleb Dressel
0: donates. <laughs> well, he he's going to have enough endorsements. But I'm sure, you know,
1: there yeah. are there are uh you know, olympic a- olympic athletes that are now in outside of their career mm-hmm. where they are actually uh donating lots and lots of money, but I couldn't find any current olympians that had a, you know, how would we say a feel good story for this week. Uh, but I did look. It just wasn't as easy to find as I expected it to be. Uh, So that is that. (laughs) (laughs) But I did find a good one. The feel-good story, Friday. This is Laron Bird. Laron Bird was 29 years old when he stopped playing football. His coming-of-age story was written on the field. First, as a breakout star of the 2007 season, playing for Hanville High School. Bird went on to play football for the University of Miami. The U. Wait, what do they say about Miami? What's the uh... the U? No, the U. Is that, is it, wait, is it Miami the U? Uh,
0: I think so. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, I, think I, mean, it, I think you're right. Boy, yeah, I don't, I don't watch a lot of college I'm getting sports, Michael sure. Irvin
1: in my head. I'm like, what does Michael Irvin say? The U. Uh, and signed with several NFL teams before an injury cut his dream short and left him with the overwhelming uncertainty of what comes next turning the page through his nonprofit organization. We made bird is building a culture founded on more than athletics. Bird is workly working closely with president of operations, Danny Williamson, Hanville High School coach Daniel Luquette, the HHS Touchdown Club, Pierce Plan founder Kelly Pierce, and an assortment of community organizations to increase opport- opportunities for the youth in the area. We specialize in giving kids our community, in our community and adults access to health, fitness, education, and job training skills, Bird said. We're showing them that football, or sports in general, can be an avenue. More than 100 children recently recently attended a football camp that served as a pilot for the program. In addition to learning fundamentals of the game, inside the Hanville Tiger Stadium, children were given access to nutrition, education, and inspiration. Informative STEM booths
0: line the sides of the football field. What kind of, what kind of nutrition of you think they give him like testosterone pills or something? Well, no, I think <laughs> they're they like, were uh, teaching him about a, nutrition. <laughs> here's some protein shakes <laughs> right here. Here's some muscle milk. <laughs>
1: just all day, every day. Creatine. Muscle milk. Take this creatine. creatine. Take I think ten it was, milligrams of creatine. I think it was uh, don't eat, you know, the uh, whatever they call it, the the, the flaming hot Cheetos. Fifty so percent off
0: have <laughs> have coupon for GMC Have an or apple. GNC.
1: Have an apple. Informative STEM booths line the sides of the football field. Taste of New Orleans served breakfast and lunch to the participants, and representatives from South Central Humane Authority were on sites to perform health screenings. The St. Charles Parish School Board is assisting with the program by helping kids at risk of falling behind and get access to extra tutoring. Bird also partnered with A Safe Place at St. of St. Charles to offer resources to offer resources on mental health and suicide prevention. We are basically focusing on treating the whole kid rather than just focusing on football or basketball. Let's knock down the doors to resources and keep it going, Bert said. The reason we support mental health so much is because I suffer with mental health from having concussions and getting hurt. I'm so thankful I had people like Danny Williamson encourage me to use my platform because it could help kids. The program is slated to officially launch After the Christmas holiday going into 2022, resources will be provided alongside additional football camps, basketball camps, baseball camps, and more. Laron Bird. This is a real, legit program, Mm -hmm. wraparound services, holistic approach to these kids trying to build a real human being. I think this is pretty awesome.
0: No, no, that is awesome.
1: And and he's... I mean, he's no Olympian, but... (laughs) No, but he's young, too.
0: They should actually have football in the Olympics. I mean, he was 29 years old. When he was done with his career, yeah. you know, um, and, and, you know, he's, he's not, he's following making, Ezekiel Elliott's path. He's not making any more money. I mean, I mean and, and he didn't make, I mean, he isn't, you he know, a a no. contracts either. And to go out of his way yeah. to make the lives better for these kids. I mean, you know, who knows what, you know, what communities they come from and what, 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 what kind of homes they come, you know, like, you know, to offer nutrition and, 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 and sports and all that. I mean, that's just, that's, uh, that's, that's great news, Ben.
1: I know you're, That's not, a feel you're, not, good story. you're not disappointed that it wasn't uh,
0: an Olympian. I was I was hoping for that sort of. I am sort of disappointed. <laughs> I and was, I'm also disappointed that there was no rhyme at the beginning of, of this the too. Yeah, the feel good of the feel good story. <laughs> yeah, I could come up with LeRon Le, Le Bird. Actually, is, it, it is was not
1: being a turd. It was because not, it was not easy actually to come up with. Um, it was not easy to come up with an Olympian on the feel good story this uh, week. All right, Franny, what's next about a big board? Well, how do you feel, though, Ben? Oh, I feel good. Yeah. I feel good. I'm <laughs> you sorry. Feel I was good about just, you feel good about your feel-good story? I was distracted. Sonia yeah, came yeah. out to tell us goodnight, and I, yeah, I got yeah. a little distracted then. There. Uh, no, I think this is awesome. I mean, I, I think that it's important to try to reach people before they're fully developed and give them the skills that they need to develop as full human beings. I've, I've always wondered, like, the, the two things they don't teach you in grade school and what do they call it, secondary and post-secondary, secondary school- are like nutrition
0: secondary post did you go to school in europe or what
1: <laughs> well it's like you got you got you got primary which is like elementary school and you got secondary which is like what is that it's uh like junior high and then post-secondary is like high school and then like like actual
0: college uh, comes uh, after that i guess yeah, yeah so like i went to all the so elementary know what middle are. school high school and college <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah
1: but I, I, I like in elementary school it's friends like saying Don't try to pretend that you're smart. That's essentially what he's saying. No, I'm not
0: saying that. It's just a lot of people are like, we're listening like secondary school. Like (laughs) I'm sure people in Australia are like, oh, secondary, I get it. Yeah. But (laughs) you know, over here, like secondary, like is there a second school? Do they not call it? I guess they don't call it. I mean, do they call it it secondary school in in New York? On the East Coast we do. Do
1: they really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we still call it junior high, but they also call it secondary.
0: Yeah, okay. I mean, yeah, okay, middle school. I mean, I mean, I don't know. I just, I just never heard it called that, unless I was like in a different country.
1: Now, for our British audience and our Australian audience, but Franny, put me in my place, Molly. I will, I will. I will... Molly, how's secondary school for you
0: today? Do you have? Do you, you feel jolly. <laughs> Is it better than primary school? <laughs> it's definitely better than... Well,
1: no, primary school is good, and then post-secondary school is good. Oh, it's post-secondary. But second, but it's secondary. Po- so you had secondary and then post-secondary. <laughs> secondary is no fun. No one but bullies has fun in secondary school. Did you school. go to
0: pre-secondary school?
1: <laughs> pre Yes. Well, actually, yeah. Uh, maybe in New York City where they have free pre-primary school. <laughs>
0: no, just that's what... It's like 30 years of school right there with the post-pre... <laughs> yes, fair enough fair enough, fair enough. So elementary school, <laughs>
1: junior high and high school. but I always think I always found it odd that like the the two things that they don't teach you are like financial literacy and nutrition mm-hmm. oh like, yeah they teach don't... you all sorts of other shit yeah, yeah but they don't teach you like basic skills to get through your life mm-hmm. like how to actually handle your money and how not to eat flaming hot Cheetos for every meal. It seems
0: like sort of basic stuff I mean, if you're a kid. And you're eating, you know, uh, those flaming hot Cheetos, which is like really big now. Uh, I mean, it's okay when you're a kid. You know, what, what, maybe in your 20s and 30s, it's not a good thing because uh, you know you start to put on a little bit of weight. But for some kids eating that stuff, I mean, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, you know, advocating to just eat that only. But as a kid, I mean, you can kind of get away with it. So so you're
1: advocating for Flaming Hot Cheetos. Uh,
0: Well, uh, yeah, they're a new sponsor.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, and the only reason I say that is because I live next to an elementary school, Uh and I live in sort of a half cul-de-sac. It's not an actual cul-de-sac. So you see what the kids are doing. It's just a rounded turn. And when the wind blows down the corner of the elementary school, every fall and spring when we get a a few windy days.
0: A few. It's
1: like (laughs) nonstop in the (laughs) Non Nonstop windy days. I am forever picking up empty bags of flaming hot Cheetos in my front yard, in my driveway, on the side of my house. I'm like, how many bags of flaming hot Cheetos? But it's, I
0: mean, like even at work, like the like the older, you know, folks in the department, like not old, but like everybody that's maybe just uh, maybe mid thirties and above, like nobody really gives a shit about flaming hot Cheetos. But, like, the younger generation, like in their 20s, they love, like, if there's Millennials Hot Chitos, love the Flaming Hot Cheese. I, 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 I never. I mean, it was, I mean, yeah, my stepdaughter, she brought them yeah. over the other day, and I tried a couple, and I was like, no, I don't want No, I, I mean, like, one. They're too good. Like I one, said, no, I don't want any more. I think they're too, for me, they're too spicy. Well, everything's too spicy for you. That's true. Milk but is those, too spicy <laughs> for you. You're <laughs> like, do
1: you, have some, do you have some skim? This <laughs> really is. This is, I mean, do you have a little bread I could have with this milk, please?
0: <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> it's a little tart. This milk's no, a little it's, tart. It's, it's true i mean for me it's kinda it it is really spicy i mean the i mean it is really flaming hot it, it it really it's like having a fire in your mouth it is Friday goes to uh
1: Goes to Subway and you're like, would you like pepperoncini? Would you like banana pepper? No, God, no, 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 no.
0: Pepperoncini is like the right.
1: Oh no, no, that is way. That's too That's
0: enough spice right there. Like That's, the pepperoncini, there's no spice. The pepper pepperoncini, pepperoncini's are nice. That's like it's like a nice spice that goes away right away. <laughs> it's, like... it's like it kind of burns just a little bit like at the beginning. There's no. Spice and then you in get that. sort of that like uh, like sort of pickled flavor afterward. It's nice. That's All nice. All right, fair enough. But Laurent
1: Bird, this is awesome. Because it, it's it's completely in line with what I what I personally feel is that you have to teach people to become a full human being, and you need to give them basic skills before you send them off to an AP class. They should at least know how to eat, dress themselves, know how to save money, handle money, and not you know overspend and, and go into debt. They should know like these basic things before they get into more yeah. important things in life.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: All right, Friday. What's
0: next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, man. As I turn the page, as well, is our thirst and goal tag stat of the week. Yeah, I've been
1: looking forward to this one because we didn't have a lot of time in the prior episodes, but I think we might have time for this tonight. I wanted to go through the uh, an interesting statistic, an interesting statistic. I see
0: on the screen is Dallas Cowboys for every
1: team. Uh-huh. So there's one interesting staff for every team. So it'll take a, a little bit of time to get through this, probably. Uh, but I wanted to you know do this at some point in the off season. How we're, long we're is getting? This take
0: <laughs> we're, to get through as long
1: as you want to. T- I don't talk that much. <laughs> <laughs> so it's as long as you want to talk about it. All right, let's put it that way. All right, all right. Actually, it's actually warm out here. My, my ears are sweating. Yeah, it's about 80
0: degrees Yeah, at 1030 right. at night. Yeah. So these are just an interesting tidbit for each team. Well, your ears might be warm because you're you're wearing headphones. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. true. And these aren't the breathable
1: headphones. These, <laughs> I need the Olympic headphones, the ones that just like, you know, where they breathe, like there's a little fan in there. They really have those? No, probably. Oh. They have, I mean, just, they have to get dressed and get undressed. Like get dressed to stand here, then walk out to the pool and then get undressed. And then for the medal ceremony, get dressed again. Get dressed again. Uh, so we're going to go through a, just an interesting tidbit for each team. We'll start with the NFC East. We'll start with Frane's Dallas Cowboys. Oh, please. Uh, an interesting stat. They were one of three teams in NFL history to give up 30 or more touchdowns
0: at home. Mm-hmm. Losers. <laughs> what do you think no about shot. No what, shot for that. I'm, I'm that's a shot. I'm surprised shot. they didn't jump on me for that well, one right
1: there. Well, I did there. the shot, and I, and I feel like I'm—, I'm Starting to come down to Franny's, you know, condominium <laughs> level of uh, last week, of, <laughs> of where we were last week. But yeah, that is after... definitely a shot. I'll do a small one. You do a big oh, yeah, one. Oh, yeah,
0: exactly. I mean, that's yeah, that's that's actually. You know what? This Red Stag. We're almost done with. Should we try this new punishment shot that we picked up? Yeah. What is it, Franny? Tell us what we're drinking. This. Well, we were drinking the. Tell the people that are still listening. Red Stag. After I've rambled for hardcore an hour. Cider, but I also picked up this JP Weiser's spiced whiskey and it's vanilla flavored because the apple cider was too spicy for frowning. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's some <one's> spice too. <laughs> spiced whiskey. Let's see if it's too hot for me. Um, no, but yeah, it's uh, it was nine dollars, so we're getting a little more classy with our punishment shots, Ben. I mean, the red stag was uh, a lofty $6.99. We don't want to get up into the t- double like two digits, yeah, exactly. I mean. <laughs> You know, maybe with tax, it, it's maybe about $10. But pre-tax, it's about $9.63. Yeah, like in Canada, it be $25. Exactly. So uh, let's give this a shot, actually, Ben. I'm going to pour a little bit in for you. I'm guessing it's a screw-off. Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> it definitely doesn't <laughs> have no a cork. No cork in here.
0: doesn't have a cork top.
1: Yeah, the Cowboys led the NFL in attendance throughout the 2020 season with an average of 27,377 fans. Uh the the twenty twenty Cowboys along with the two thousand and fifteen Saints and yet another team, but it will appear on this list, but they're only but uh, are one of only three teams in NFL history to surrender thirty touchdowns to their opponent in their eight home games. Well their defense isn't that great. Some of these touchdowns came in thrashings at the hands of the Browns, forty nine to thirty nine Cardinals, thirty eight to ten, and the Washington football team yeah, forty one to
0: sixteen. <laughs> Well, right, cheers! Do this show. Cheers to you. And this—what was this? This wasn't this year. This is in the past, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. And the Browns weren't that good back in the day. No, they yeah. were never good. Well, and, they and, had some good runs. And the Cardinals before the, 10, before not, the Tim yeah. Couch beginnings, Tim but the Washington football team lose forty-one to sixteen. Embarrassing.
1: Yes, exactly. And that wasn't, and that wasn't to John Riggins. Let's see how this tastes. <sighs> that actually is worse than the. Uh, Woo! That's bad. That's not good. Ugh. Wait, what is? What? Wait, what,
0: what? What's that called? JP, where's the we- vanilla? J- there's no vanilla where's at all. Where's the beef? JP Weiser's spiced whiskey vanilla.
1: Well, the vanilla is like a. It's like a a pinch. There's, There's a pinch of vanilla. Uh, I'm never buying this
0: stuff again. But uh, tastes like finished, really bad whiskey we're with a little to bit finish of vanilla. This bottle, though, because we started it. Yeah, and actually, this is probably one of the worst uh, punishment shots. As bad as that Red stack hard, hardcore cider is, I actually don't mind stuff, the cider. I like then, cider. Oh, I mean, over the. Oh, I mean, this over the cider. I mean, the cider over this is way better. Oh, even though is the cider bad. Is,
1: oh next up, Friday the Giants. Oh. <laughs> Daniel Jones recorded one of 25 quarterback. Daniel Jones recorded one of 25 quarterback seasons in NFL history with 11 touchdowns or fewer in at least 400 pass attempts. In other words, horribly. Yeah. Taysom Hill levels of inefficiency over the course and of the year. And you an think this guy is good, which season. is sad.
0: I mean, you think this guy can, you know, take to the promise. So you think he's like Eli Manning caliber. I think he is. I don't. Well, I, mean, I mean, I think he Well, it's not like Eli Manning a lot was, of guys are, was stellar, but I mean, Eli Manning did win two Super Bowls, but And Daniel he has a, he's a player. He's up there on the stat list. Yeah, well, yeah, he played multiple seasons. I mean, he played a lot of games <laughs> to get those stats. You know, it's not like he played, you know, like six seasons and he had amazing stats i mean he played what how long was his career uh, 16 years i think Yeah, probably somewhere on there <laughs> so yeah i mean when you're when you're a starter for 16 years you better have enough numbers
1: yeah but that's pretty staggering though 11 touchdowns oh it's not 400 shocking. attempts it's not shocking wow oh philadelphia eagles here we go they were the only team in the league with zero players reaching at least six hundred receiving yards. The only team in the league with zero players reaching six hundred receiving yeah. yards.
0: Yeah, uh, we spread the we spread the ball around so Zach well. Ertz,
1: uh, let's see last season's oft repeated factoid was that Carson Wentz had a grand total of zero wide receivers, which Franny just said that were able to reach five hundred yard mark. Uh, Tight ends Goddard and Ertz both surpassed that total, but in 2020, of the 74 players that recorded 600 yards, the Eagles had none.
0: Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Pretty sad. (laughs) Uh, That's what happens when you draft Jalen Ragor.
1: (laughs) That's funny. Washington football team.
0: Terry McLaurin joined the elite
1: wide receiver territory with 2,000
0: yards in his first two seasons. Yeah. Give it up for Terry McLaurin. Yeah, I know. Seriously, that guy is underrated. I mean, well now he's not so underrated because the last two seasons. But I mean it's some it's somebody that no like nobody, nobody ever talks, talks about, about, about. They have but, good
1: receivers in Washington. I think Fitzgerald a, or Fitzgerald Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick is gonna have a good season with these guys.
0: Uh well I think I mean just their defense should keep them in games and you know Fitzpatrick should have mop up duty. <laughs> and uh <you> know. <laughs> Yeah, he loves to just protect <laughs> That's what it does. the ball. He loves That's what to what it does.
1: Pre- he loves to protect the ball and never throw well, it. Oh yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, he'll yeah, he'll have four touchdowns in one game, four interceptions in another. But that's
1: actually pretty shocking because most people do not talk about it. They talk about Michael Thomas and mm. DeAndre Hopkins and yeah, DeAndre Adams. It not and,
0: even, Terry McLaurin is not even a big guy. He's a speedster, but yeah. he's not a big guy. He's
1: like uh, Tyreek Hill challenging Usain Bolt to a 40-yard dash. <laughs> as if the 40-yard dash is relevant anywhere outside the United States. Right. Uh, the Buffalo Bills. Stefan Diggs challenged Randy Moss, Terrell Owens, and others for the best debut season on a new team among wide receivers. Mm-hmm. That was pretty impressive, the way that Diggs actually. Uh, 63 catches and 1,130 yards. Let's see. Yeah, Here's how he compares to some other notable players in their first year. Diggs, 127 receptions, 1,500 yards. Hopkins, Cardinals, 115 receptions, 1,400 yards. Randy Moss, 1,493 yards uh, with the Pats. 23 touchdowns. Jesus. And 20 good about Three. that. Three. You forget about how good he yeah, was with that Patriots team. Ah, uh, see, Miami Dolphins. Miami's defense allowed 156 fewer points in 2020 than in 2019. That's a shit mm-hmm. ton of points. Yeah. Good.
0: I mean, it's a good young defense too, which is pretty scary.
1: But 156, I'm not under my calculator on me, but dividing that by 7, that's a shit ton of touchdowns. <laughs> I'm just in my mm-hmm. doing it in my head front drinking some water over there. Ah, uh, the New England Patriots. Cam Newton became the only quarterback in the past fifty five zero years with eight or fewer passing TDs <laughs> and ten or more rushing TDs. And is is, is, is there that really good or bad? Is,
0: is there really a debate now between starting him and Mac Jones? I mean, but eight or fewer passing touchdowns in an entire—I I
1: don't know—you missed what two games with COVID or three games with COVID, I
0: mean, two or three. But I mean, still, yeah. I mean,
1: Aaron Rodgers had only 43 (laughs) touchdowns. So Cam Newton couldn't muster 10. Uh, New York Jets. Yeah, but he's a terrible coach, though. Yeah. Oh, he's awful. Yeah. He's the worst, probably the worst in the league.
0: Probably one of the worst coaches ever.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, I'd I'd much rather have Joe Judge or, you know, (laughs) Adam Gaze. (laughs) I mean, uh, or whatever that guy was that that was coaching Cincinnati last year. Uh, The New York Jets. Frank Gore extended his lead over Emmitt Smith for most seasons of at least 500 rushing yards at 16 seasons mm-hmm. for running backs whose average career is about 3.2 to 3.8 seasons or mm-hmm. 3.2 to 3.8 seasons mm-hmm. to go 16 years with 500 rushing yards or more. Let's give it up for Frank Gore.
0: No, yeah, he, he is. Uh, I mean, it, it's impressive. It's impressive what he's done over his career. Never won a Super Bowl never really been on a great team
1: san francisco had uh, was he on that super bowl team with was kaepernick the team? and the rest of those
0: guys yeah, but it didn't win a super bowl <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> didn't win a super bowl um but i mean what 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 he's been able to do in the longev- longevity of his career as a running back i mean if, if you're a, if you're a quarterback
1: or peterson uh, are like we're gonna play until we're 44. you know a,
0: offensive alignment or a kicker or something like that but like one of the hardest positions to play for a long period of time. And this guy is still going. It's amazing. Yeah. I mean, would you put him in the hall of fame? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Just
1: for longevity. Yeah. For the fact that he stays healthy and the fact that he takes the ball and he carries it and he runs hard, regardless, mm-hmm. regardless of whether the team is winning or the team is losing, regardless of whether it's a foot of snow on the ground yeah. or whether it's sunny and, and beautiful weather, he plays hard. But it's
0: funny because when you look at his rookie picture. And his picture now—it's like he's, he's, it's the he has an aged. He has an age that it's like they use the same picture for both of them. But yeah, he's—he's he's the ageless wonder at running back.
1: Yeah, I like Frank Gore a lot. Adrian Peterson—he's going to go for a while as well. NFC South, the Atlanta Falcons. Fronies.
0: Atlanta what, no, why, Falcons. Why, why are
1: they mine? Yeah, you love you love some bad I, I don't love him. Yeah, I don't love I don't love the bad Ryan. I don't love him anymore. <laughs> the Dirty Birds are a thing of the past. Eight of the Falcons' twelve losses,
0: yeah, I know, That's were tough. by
1: seven <laughs> or fewer points. Yeah,
0: but it's so much fun to watch.
1: It was the implosion. If you're not,
0: if you're not a Falcons fan, the, ex- it's a lot the explosions
1: of, fun. of implosions was their was their theme mm-hmm. last year.
0: But it all started with that Super Bowl. It all started like before that. The Falcons were able to win these games, but ever since that Super Bowl where they were up by well, what was I think the, it, it was like twenty four or 20- 24 to three or something. I already, I, yeah, I can't remember exactly now. It's been quite, it's been a few. They were days. up by over twenty points. But ever since that loss, they've had these types of games. It's it's all in their head. They they need a a sports psychiatrist to come in there and talk to these guys for sure.
1: Yeah, I mean that's just nuts. And they were up, I think, in the, most of those yeah, games. Well, they were a stupid up.
0: fucking Cowboys game that they gave away.
1: Yeah, that actually that was a fun game. I mean, <laughs> if you're not if you're a Cowboys fan, I suppose it's a fun, fun game. game. Uh, the Carolina Panthers. Christian McCaffrey was one of 17 players with three multi-touchdown games this past season. And he only played in three games yeah. total. Yeah. He was one of 70 players no, with three Chris multi-touchdown McCaffrey. games, and he only played in three games. What Is does that say it, about I the see, Panthers Yeah, coming up with Sam Darnold and that amazing new head coach they've got down there? What are we going to do with them?
0: McCaffrey's amazing. I mean, what he's done, even in his rookie season. I mean, last season he got injured, unfortunately. But I mean, the way he carries the team. I mean, the the year before, the way he carried that team on his back. Two thousand yards receiving. Two thousand yards receiving. Two thousand I mean, yards did rushing? Everything. He did everything for them. Um, but you know, hopefully that'll continue because when you get that type of workload, your your career ends a lot quicker than Frank Gore's. That's for sure.
1: I think I think Frank Gore could have taken that workload.
0: Uh, I don't know about that.
1: I think if there's if there's anybody that could have done it. Uh maybe I can't remember the guy's name now. Sh- I should remember it, but the the Jets running back from way back when. Uh how,
0: how long ago is way back when?
1: He was still playing in the early 2000s, but mostly through the 90s. I just can't remember his name.
0: Uh 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 uh, uh mm, mm, mm. Jets. Was it CJ2K? <laughs> no.
1: CJ2K? Yeah. Uh I don't think so. <laughs> Let's see. 1990s. Uh, oh, okay. Here we go. Curtis Martin.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah Curtis Martin. I, I mean, Curtis, one of my all-time favorite running backs. Uh, New Orleans Saints. They became the 12th team in NFL history with four straight seasons of 11-plus wins. Good coaching. But Aaron Rodgers doesn't want to play there. He wants to play for Denver. <laughs>
0: good coaching or, or he wants to play first Sean Payton you don't give him credit Ben but Sean Payton is a good coach
1: I just I don't like him he reminds me he's like a Bill Belichick light, I don't only like him meaner. he wins a lot of games he's like meaner than Bill Belichick I don't like him <laughs> I mean as a, I think he might be a little hard on his players uh, but that's pretty impressive I don't like him though four straight seasons of 11 wins terrible I wonder who, what the Sean other teams Bayton are uh, 2010's Patriots 2000's Colts and 70's Cowboys are the other franchises uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tom Brady became the only age 38 or older quarterback to throw for 40 touchdowns in a season at 43 years old. Mm,
0: impressive. He's the Frank Gore of quarterbacks. Uh,
1: but f- At 43. He's going to be 44 this season coming That's up. That's crazy. And he just came off. Now he's not backing up some quarterback somewhere trying to make a you know, six hundred mm. grand. Just to get through, you know, to keep
0: to keep playing. One of the premier
1: quarterbacks in the league. Uh, That is just mind blowing to me. Yeah, he went. He went to LeBron LeBron Bird's camp way early (laughs) and learned how to eat and exercise
0: way way back. GNC, Uh, AFC South, the Houston your. Houston, Texas. I think he sold his soul to the devil. I think that's what it was. <laughs> I think
1: that's as soon you know. as he dies he's going it's going to be a just a burst of flame on the ground and yeah. his body's just going to get sucked down like in a cartoon video.
0: <laughs> I think that's what happened with Tom Brady. So Tom, not, Bra- Tom Brady's career was over at 32, but then he sold his soul to the devil. It's like, you know what? I want to make a, a, a few more runs. Yeah, most people yeah, do it so they can play ball. the guitar better. He yeah, made yeah. a much better deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: He made a much better deal. Uh Houston Texans every quarterback in NFL history to throw for 4800 yards and 30 touchdowns has at least 7 wins. Deshaun Watson had 4. <laughs> I mean isn't
0: that I know that's, that's that shows how bad that team is and how 4, good he is. 4800
1: yards and 30 plus touchdowns and he had and every other yeah. every quarterback in the history of the league has had at least seven
0: wins and he had four. Yep. I mean, that's what we talked about earlier in the podcast, too. I mean, how, how how great this guy is at the quarterback position, but the team around him sucks. Every one of his friends and family
1: members should be... There should be t-shirts made that have this printed on them, <laughs> and they should just wear them Like in every city where they want Deshaun Watson to be traded to. That is,
0: an, yeah. that is
1: probably the most astounding stat that we've read thus far, and except for Tom Brady. But
0: it's also sad for for Deshaun Watson to... to Carry the team, to carry the load that much, and your team still can't compete. I mean, that's unfortunate for him, but it would be great for the Eagles. (laughs) four wins with
1: almost 5,000 yards and 30 touchdowns. Wow.
0: Indianapolis Colts.
1: Jonathan Taylor joined exclusive rookie company with 1,100 yards and 10 touchdowns in his rookie campaign. Carson Wentz had that to look forward to. No more. But, yeah, I mean, Jonathan Taylor played lights mm-hmm. out last year as a rookie, and I think he's only going to get better this year. Mm-hmm. What say you?
0: Uh, no, it's, that, Those are amazing stats right there, too.
1: Oh, the Jaguars. They must have to dig deep for this stat. <laughs> James Robinson recorded most yards from scrimmage for any undrafted rookie in NFL history. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, 14 of the Jags, 16 games, 1,000-yard rushers. Well, okay, it doesn't say what the actual – yards were here that would be a nice stat to have in your mm-hmm. on your website here. Uh Tennessee Titans. AJ Brown joins elite wide receiver territory with 2000 yards in his first two seasons mm-hmm. and he is joined by Julio Jones.
0: I I mean, I'm, I'm sure there could have been a few stats right there for Derrick Henry but to come up you Know to come out on top of Derrick Henry, where they're who's talking this, about Derek you Henry? over Derrick Who, Henry. Who's Derrick Henry? He's this one, he's um, he's he's a very he's a small running back.
1: <laughs> oh, so he's <laughs> yeah, he's, 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 he's kind of like a Boston Scott, yeah, he's
0: like a Boston Scott type of guy. Yeah, he's, okay. he's very small. I mean, he, you know, he kind of squeezes through the pile. I mean, you know, if there's an opening, he'll find it. He doesn't really push guys over or anything, or like Darryl Sprouls or something, he doesn't really posterize people. That's, that's, <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, for for AJ Brown, you know, to be here. And, you know, talking about his stats over Derrick Henry's stats, which could easily be talked about, um, that is pretty impressive. I mean, uh, that's—and that's what, you know, Ryan Tannehill throwing the football, too. Yeah. Yeah. Not even a good quarterback. Oh, he's—he's—it's not that he's
1: not good. He's just not great, Ben. Yeah, that's true. He's very, very— Mediocre. He's mediocre. The The epitome of above average. Yeah. The NFC North, the Chicago Bears. Corderell Patterson became the fifth player in NFL history— with 7,000 really kick return counts. yards
0: and 3,000 yards from scrimmage. I mean, that's impressive, but he was expected to be better as a wide receiver. Did you guys guy. have him
1: for a second? No. It was, uh, the Patriots no, had him. No, the no. Patriots had him. The Bears uh, had him. Was he, with,
0: was he with the Seahawks for a little bit? He might have been with the Seahawks, but I know he was with the Pats for a minute. Yeah, no, but he was expected. When, when he came to the league, he was expected to be a much better wide receiver, but he sort of became a return game. Wow. Only Darren
1: Sproles, Devin Hester, Brian Mitchell, and Leon, Leon, Leon Washington have achieved this feat before. The Detroit Lions. My Detroit Lions. They were one of three teams in the NFL history to give up 30 or more touchdowns at home.
0: Oh,
1: no yeah, wonder Matthew Stafford is good. That's yeah.
0: not a good stat right there. That—that's, I mean, that's the story of that franchise right there. You
1: double that on the road, it's 60 touchdowns against. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of touchdowns. Mm-hmm. The Green Bay Packers. Here you go, Franny. Your Green Bay Packers. Aaron, Ro- my Aaron Rodgers. Your, yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, yeah. You, should grow, hair, you should grow your what hair. Is long. You should grow your hair. That You Should grow your hair. The dogs ate the leg off it. You should. You should grow your hair long like Aaron Rodgers and start saying bruh, because that's apparently where he's at right now. Just listening to him talk, I feel like he just walked in from the beach on at Waikiki. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers became the first quarterback in NFL history. Here we go, to throw for at least forty touchdowns. And at most, five interceptions. And this stat doesn't do his performance justice. Mm -hmm. This hurts me to say it out loud, but he had an amazing season last year.
0: First ever 40-touchdown, 5-INT quarterback. He also became the first 45-touchdown, 5-interception QB. And the first 48-touchdown, 5-interception QB. But I mean, come on. We never see those numbers. And that's why I praise this guy as much as I do I mean, he is seriously. I mean, just watching him play. Obviously, the, the 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 Super Bowls don't back it up, but watching this guy play, watching the way he moves, watching the way he throws the ball, watching this, the way he
1: moves. I'm serious.
0: I'm serious. I mean, how how light he is on his feet. I mean, he, he's seriously the best quarterback that I've seen play the game. And why does he keep choking in championship games? Uh, well, the last game, <laughs> the last game. He had a chance. To, I mean, maybe on fourth down, they would have scored a touchdown, but they rather kick a field goal, which is stupid. But that's all yeah, the they
1: story. definitely should have thrown. And that's But that's how you become Tom Brady, right? Is by throwing a touchdown yep. on that fourth down. Yep. Uh, the Vikings. Dalvin Cook joined 16 other players in league history with 1,500 yards and 16 touchdowns in a season. Mm-hmm. This guy is a stud. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping Najee Harris yeah. has a really similar career trajectory to the beginning. Yeah, and of his and what's amazing is
0: he had an a- ACL tear. The yeah. year before. Yeah, and he turns around and, and he does this.
1: Crazy, he's good. Nick Chubb got signed. Actually, now we're going to the Cleveland, uh, the AFC North. Chubb signed a three-year deal.
0: Oh. Uh, Deserves it? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, the, it's not like the they. Better, it's not like
1: they have any running backs you know, in Cleveland. One of, one of the best it's running backs a, in the league. You know, they just have Nick Chubb and uh, God, who's the other running back they've got? They've got uh, from Kansas City. What's from Kansas his? City. Hunt, oh, Kareem Hunt. Kareem, yeah, they they got no running backs there. Yeah, no. yeah Cleveland's terrible on the ground. <laughs> Baltimore Ravens. They became the third team in NFL history to boast three seven hundred
0: yard rushers. They have three seven 700- hundred same team. They have three seven hundred yard rushers and the Eagles can't even have one one <laughs> uh six hundred yard receiver. receiver. <laughs> that's that's pathetic. Fuck, even Juju had six hundred yards. That's I think. pathetic. <laughs>
1: they have three seven hundred yard rushers. Lamar Jackson led the way with 1,000 rushing yards. Rookie J.K. Dobbins picked up 805 yards. And Gus Edwards plowed forward for 700. See, that's what the Patriots were trying to do last year.
0: Unsuccessfully. It's something that the Steelers have not tried to do for years. Yeah,
1: exactly. They got Ben Roethlisberger happy. Like, he can throw the ball 50 times a game. Benny, no Snell, problem. Is,
0: Benny Snell is not running for 700 yards or 600 yeah, yards. Yeah, I mean, Roethlisberger
1: could probably have a stat, like most 4,000-plus seasons with 4, yard plus seasons without going to more than three Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cincinnati Bengals, Joe Burrow totaled 2,688 passing yards in his first 10 games, a top-five figure of all time. Mm-hmm. That's impressive. Mm-hmm. The four quarterbacks who threw more yards in their first 10 games are Cam Newton. Patrick Mahomes, Andrew Luck, and another rookie from this season who sits at number one. That's not bad company to be in.
0: Nope, not at all. I mean, he's he's a baller. I mean, you know, it's something oh. you have to worry about in your division once again, Ben. I mean, you know, to have Joe Burrow there. How did
1: we end up with the best division in football?
0: How did this happen? Yeah, the NFC West is pretty good, too.
1: Uh, we'll see. <laughs> uh, we'll see. You got Russell Wilson drama. You got Russell Wilson going to Waukeke next year. Oh, look at that. Look at Cleveland Browns. We just talked about Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Ugh, Cleveland Browns, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt became the second running back duo since 2000, 21 years ago, to collect 1,100 yards from scrimmage and score 11 touchdowns. The only other running back duo to achieve these numbers in the past 20 years was Mark Ingram and Alvin Kamara of the 2017 Saints.
0: Nah, that was long ago. But still, it's an impressive stat. Cleveland Browns looking good too, Ben. Ouch.
1: Oh, only the second since two thousand. Okay, so somebody did it in two thousand, and then two have done it since. Yeah,
0: but two thousand. I mean, it seems like it was just yesterday, but twenty-one years ago. Wow, (laughs) seems (laughs) like it was just yesterday. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) doesn't it? Right. I mean, you know, the year two thousand. Remember, like Y two K and all that shit. Don't you remember? Like,
1: I mean, it was take us a long time (laughs) to rebuild the country. From that, the planes that crashed, the airports yeah, yeah, yeah. that shut down, the banking system shut down, uh-huh, everything. just I mean, blew it up. was it was bad. I yeah, mean, China yeah. invaded. We had to rush. You know, we had to push them back. You yeah, know, I remember
0: we we joined the Wolverines. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was, I mean, like, it, was yeah. it was tough. I mean, Patrick Swayze was a little it, older than
1: he was, was a little bit older. Yeah, yeah. You know, but, but I drank some deer
0: blood and uh-huh. you know it was it was it was tough. Yeah, I mean, no, I was wait, glad wait, wait.
1: that I had a firearm at that point because it was it got <laughs> no, ugly. We stole
0: the firearms. Well, it of was course. the AK forty sevens from uh. It was. They became the USSR once again. <laughs> <laughs> they, became... <laughs> they they went away from from you know Russia and then they built the USSR once again. Well, that was Y two K. That it, was Y two K. It actually pushed yeah. it back in time. And then it was like a, a, like a few days later, it went back to normal again. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was yeah. like a, it was like at eleven fifty nine or something like that. Like a lot of people don't know what the fuck we're talking. About.
1: Well, they started playing like the the, the USA CCCP <sighs> hockey uh-huh, game. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Like their uniforms changed. It was it was weird.
0: It was interesting for a few weeks.
1: Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, if, you, if you're old enough to know what we're talking about, kudos to you. Yeah. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, the first team in NFL history.
0: Wolverines.
1: <laughs> I love that movie. Uh, first team in NFL. If I watched it right now, I'd probably be like, Ooh, there's a lot was, of things uh, wrong uh, with that movie. Well,
0: I, I've seen the movie like recently. Cause they, they <laughs> like, actually, there's probably a lot of shit that's really what, what, bad what, in that movie. What was it called? Uh, it would never pass muster today. What, what was it called? Uh, no, but they had one recently that, they that had, they had a, a reboot of it where it was like North Korea invaded.
1: Actually it was going to be China, but they refused to yeah. produce it. Yeah. The Chinese, they it's like LeBron James and, 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 uh, what's his name? John Cena. Mm-hmm. They're like, well, China said no. China said no. So actually, that movie was supposed to be China. But oh, okay. China just was like, "It was like North Co- really North Korea is going to yeah, invade." Yeah, that's oh, the horrible okay. threat in the world right now yeah. is that we're going to be invaded might by North as well Korea. Have
0: the Moldovans. <laughs> yeah, also invade. also
1: Fiji won the the rugby championship, so they might be invading us <laughs> yeah. next. Yeah. <laughs> but that's funny, yeah, because actually it was supposed to be China, but they said no. We won't. We will We won't stand for it, and they actually changed it. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, first team in NFL history. Can you read the rest of that? I can't, huh. even, I can't even read it out loud.
0: To start 11-0 and 0 and only finish 12-4 and 4 on the season. And not only that, <laughs> but they lost to a division rival in the last week of the season and then follow it up with another loss to the same team in the playoffs. And why, did, allow we, why, them and why did we play that team in the playoffs? Because you allowed them into the playoffs by, by losing to them. And what have
1: I always said? Well, well I'm not the only one that says it, but yeah. don't let a division... Rival into the playoffs, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the Steelers are like, man, we don't need to start Big Ben. Nah. Well, TJ Watt doesn't need to play a whole game.
0: Yeah. yeah, it was a great season for about eleven weeks there. Oh man, that that was that was. But deep. I told you,
1: uh, I told. You. Well, I mean, it's hard not to be high on you your really team when, you're, them. when they're eleven and zero. It's hard not to be high on them. Yeah, you can see cracks. <sighs> uh, you can see cracks, big cracks, big cracks. I, I was on, I was on my uh, you know whatever the the Bulls at one seventy two games that was like in my mind i was like oh we're gonna go 16-0 we're gonna win a super bowl yeah no that's not gonna happen uh nfc west arizona
0: cardinals not without a running back it's not gonna happen yeah
1: we had a running back there's several <laughs> running backs they just couldn't actually run the ball
0: yeah, yeah past the line yeah. of scrimmage you had you know players on the team where the role was running yeah. back but they just didn't actually perform as running <laughs> it was brutal
1: uh actually that was the stat i expected was how piss poor the like the, the passing yards versus the yeah. rushing yards uh, but Arizona Cardinals Kyler Murray became the second quarterback in league history to record 25 passing TDs and 10 rushing touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Even though they skidded down there at the end of the season, yep. that's pretty impressive. Yep. Only Cam yep. Newton's yep. 2015
0: MVP season so even comes close. That's what happened when you when you add DeAndre Hopkins to the team. That's got to be. Would, a... they, would Devontae Adams be able to do that? I don't know. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I mean, uh, Randall
1: Cobb isn't exactly lighting <laughs> the world on fire when he left Green Bay.
0: Nope. Nobody ever does.
1: So I, I would, I would, I would. Devontae, I, th- I think Devontae Adams is, is would have been smarter to sign the contract earlier, mm-hmm. because I'm not saying he's not a great receiver, but Aaron Rodgers is. When you're Aaron Rodgers' favorite target, your numbers might look okay. Uh, L.A. Rams shuts down, shut down defense ranked first in points allowed, total yards allowed, first downs allowed, passing yards allowed, passing touchdowns allowed, and net yard per pass
0: attempts allowed. Mm-hmm.
1: I didn't realize the Rams' defense was that good last year.
0: Yeah, I know. I mean, you know what they say, defense wins championships unless your quarterback is Goff. <laughs> unless That's... your quarterback is Mitchell Trubisky, in which case. That is why. <laughs> unless Rex Grossman is behind center. <laughs> yeah. You could have a stellar defense, but if your quarterback's not there, I mean, if they had Matthew Stafford last year, whole different story. We'll see what happens this season. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. I'm I'm, I'm holding out hope.
1: Uh, San Francisco 49ers, despite injury, George Kittle did George Kittle things through his okay. o- through his overall stat line. Kittle finished with 48 catches, 634 yards, uh, only played in eight games, was at uh, less than 100% while playing with shoddy quarterback play, and thanks to a revolving door of Nick Mullins, who I like, Jimmy Garoppolo, who I hate, and C.J. <laughs> Beathard, who I really don't care about. It should, be, it should have been even harder for Kittle to perform, but he put up the second most receiving yards for a tight end that played in half a season or less throughout league history. Mm-hmm. His 79.3 yards per game is the top 15 figure in the position for any season. It is amazing. Seattle Seahawks. Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf became the first Seahawks duo to post 1,000 yards and touch 10 touchdowns apiece. Isn't that pretty shocking? Mm-hmm. That I mean, I know they only got into the league in the 70s. In 40 years, to not have two receivers with 1,000 yards and 10 TDs, that's actually pretty shocking. That's a routine thing for the Steelers. And probably for the Eagles for many years. Well,
0: for many years, but not recently, no.
1: It's actually pretty shocking. AFC West, Denver Broncos. uh, They were rumored to be the destination for every quarterback that wants to trade. Denver Broncos, Brandon McN- McManus tied record, tied a record with 10 50 yard field goals.
0: Yeah, that's impressive.
1: I mean, it's actually impressive. It is. Well, I mean, Denver, not so impressive. I it, well, do, true. it's true. Yeah, you know. yeah they're, they're, they're they're is over there is 10,000 feet or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but still, it's impressive. Still, yeah. It's impressive. McManus yeah. is, a good co- is a good kicker. Mm-hmm. Oh, your favorite team, the Las Vegas Raiders. <laughs> Darren Waller became the fifth tight end in NFL history
0: mm-hmm.
1: with 100 catches and 1,100 yards <laughs> from.
0: Derek Carr. I mean, that's easy when you have Nelson Agler opening up the field for him.
1: Oh, <laughs> yes, lord. I'm moving on. Justin Herbert, who looked great in camp today. I watched him a little bit in camp today. Yeah, he, he looks good all the time. He looked, yeah, he looked good in camp. I was impressed. Justin Herbert broke the rookie record for passing yards in the first 10 games.
0: Mm-hmm. That's why he was rookie of the year.
1: I didn't realize that. Uh, most yards per game for a rookie with 289.1. Youngest quarterback to throw for 30 touchdowns in a season. That's amazing. At 22 years no. old. Wow. Can't Kansas we... City Chiefs, last no. team on this list. Travis Kelsey became the first tight end in league history <sighs> with 1,400 yards while still claiming all tight ends should be played as paid as wide receivers. Well, maybe he should. And he's, yeah.
0: he is getting paid very well.
1: Well, what do you think about that? First tight end in league history with 1400 oh. receiving yards. That
0: seems interesting. I mean because the, the tight end position you know it sort of died out for a little bit like uh, maybe about 10 years ago like the tight end position you know was, there was some uncertainty there a lot of the guys were just being used as blockers but
1: now Yeah, I mean mostly it was because yeah, you the, know, the 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 players wouldn't mate in the zoo so they couldn't (laughs) produce any more tight ends it was more like a panda situation No, they died out they were on the verge
0: of extinction (laughs) yeah thanks but they were just utilized (laughs) differently i mean you know the tight end position now they are becoming more like wide receivers um but i mean look at the guys i mean, just on this list we're talking about travis kelsey we're talking about Kittle. we're talking about waller i mean we're talking about you know uh, uh the amount of catches that these guys now are bringing in so they're not only blockers anymore now they are more like wide receivers, but I, they, you know, they're still, you know, they shouldn't be paid that amount. Like as uh, some yeah, of the top John guys, yeah. Smith,
1: Hunter Henry, guys like yeah. that as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean that. I mean, Kelsey's probably what well, Kelsey's up there. You know, if there was, I mean, I know he's a little bit older. I think he's like 29, 30 years old by now. Is
0: he's in his? I think he might be in his thirties or maybe thirty one years old somewhere on there.
1: Yeah, but if there were, there are very few players in this league that I would trade around. You know, trade trade away a first round pick for. He would be one of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, to, to see Kelsey on our my team or on your team, I, I think that. Mahomes is going to miss him dearly Mm -hmm. when he moves on to greener pastures.
0: (laughs) Oh, go find somebody else.
1: Well, I mean, maybe he'll open up a, you know, a a habitat where they can breed more. (laughs) Breed tight ends. But it was, they were a dying breed. Uh, Well, they were. They were. uh, You know, but they had to, they played music and they (laughs) they had, they built the ambiance, you know. And before you know it, just pandas all over China (laughs) and there's tight ends all over the league now. Thanks, (laughs) Ben. Why you make fun of me when I say anything? I don't say that's pretty funny. That's pretty
0: funny. All right, we're going to end the show. We'll see you next week.
1: (laughs) All right, Ronnie. What's next up on the next up on the big
0: board, Ben? It's our shot of the week. It is the drinking portion of the show, and it is the shot that. it's not the one that I was planning on before the show, but it is a <laughs> shot. I don't know shot. which one of
1: these I want, man. I don't know if I want this one that's like... Uh,
0: and it's coagulated that, just a that, little that bit. Lo-
1: that looks like it's sort of like a conjoined shot. Yeah. I, I don't know. I might want the we'll, full we'll shot. We'll try it
0: after the break.
1: All right. We'll be right back with the shot of the week.
0: All right, and we are back with our shot of the week. This is actually our drinking portion of the show and uh Ben tonight's shots were concocted after i couldn't find the ingredients that I wanted for my original shot <laughs> so i mean <laughs> it it was uh it was just something I found sort of on tipsy bartender We have you know quite a few ingredients to put shots together. But I think this is um, it's 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 sort of an appropriate shot. It has uh, you know some slight spice to it. It has some fireball in there, Ben. It's not like spicy like Cholula hot or jalapeno hot or flaming hot Cheetos hot. But there's some spice in there. I know how much you love that. Um, but tonight's shot that we've concocted, we've dubbed the Walk on the Peach. You the know, it's, Walk on
1: the Peach.
0: It is it is it's hot, Ben. It's summertime. It was I mean the shot was actually supposed to look a little bit different than what it does right now. Now it looks it, like the color of it is sort of like sandy, right? I mean it's like when you when you when you walk on the beach and you have a, it's like that sort of beige-ish that, that sort mind. of beige-ish color to it. I mean it's, it didn't turn out exactly the way I wanted it to either. But, you know, the the flavors I'm sure it would be delicious. It is peach schnapps. It is sort of layered. Uh it's got fireball and cream whiskey. Uh Wait, that's what? The, cream whiskey. Irish cream whiskey. Oh, Irish yeah, cream yeah. whiskey. Irish cream whiskey. And then the grenadine. But the grenadine that we have is not as red as it, it used to be. It lost its flavor. It, it lost, lost its color. color. It lost its color. I mean, it's almost like a, uh, it's almost pink, but like a very, very light pink. And so, I mean, technically these shots. How do you shots, think that happened? I'm not sure. Well, it's, it's probably not the best quality. Grenadine. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, but you know. Costco uh-oh. grenadine. I'm sure that, uh, there's your shot right there, Ben. Uh, I'm sure it's going to taste pretty damn good, though. But it you does kind of some... look
1: like the beach where the sand is on the on the top. Yeah. And like the undertow is taking the right, right.
0: the water below. Uh-huh. It does,
1: this. The one that I'm drinking looks pretty good. The one yeah. that you're drinking. What's wrong with it? It looks, uh, it's, it's man, all, it's, looks a little. It, that's it why doesn't I look gra- appetizing. That's why I grabbed that. Does that's why look I grabbed appetizing.
0: this one. But I, I'm sure the flavors will be good, Ben. Cheers to you. It is the Walk on the Peach. And, well, what
1: inspired this shot?
0: Uh, well, Tipsy Bartender. I just sort of, uh, you know, browsed. <laughs> oh, yeah, this Friday shot. It's Friday shot. Well, I mean, it, you know, it was, it was technically the shot of the night was supposed to be a um, cheesecake shot. But I just couldn't find the ingredients that I needed. And I didn't feel like shopping around before coming over here. So I'm like, fuck it. I'll just find something. We'll put it together. And this is what we have. All right. Yeah, but, but, but it, it looks, be a good it one. looks
1: like uh, Aaron Rodgers last three months. It should be a good one.
0: <laughs>
1: the top isn't moving.
0: Mine is. I mean, it's, it's, it's sort it's, of. I mean, it's, it's moving, it's good, but it's moving together. It's a good thing. It's a good thing that it's. Um, it's a warm night tonight. Uh, if it was a winter time and we had the Irish cream whiskey sitting in there, it would probably coagulate and just you know you get that weird Chunk. texture going down. Yeah. All right,
2: let's, so do let's do this beachy shot. shot. Yeah, let's Do
1: it. way better than i expected
0: that's actually pretty damn good a little chunky at the top but the flavors gave mm-hmm. me a little bit of maybe a little <laughs> bit of a gag there at the top
1: um but the the ingredients i will say yeah all mixed together mixed together make for a very flavorful shot yeah. if not an attractive
0: shot peach nups, fireball that's a real ice cream beach. whiskey and grenadine <sighs> right there it's sweet it's so. spicy Walk. A little bit spicy, but also there's a little bit of a little bit
1: tangy, a little bit of, a, little bit of a nutty, creamy aftertaste, which I like.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's actually it's not as sweet as I thought it would be, which is also good too. It I thought it might my lips; be, I don't need any chapstick. Just put a little bit of grenadine, not too much, because the grenadine is quite sweet. Um, but you know, this one I just added just a little bit on the bottom, just to drag um, the uh, the Irish cream down into the peach schnapps. I mean, mine looked a little bit better than yours. I mean, yours was kind of all, like, muddy. Yeah, yeah.
1: I was hoping it would be consistent in the texture. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, the texture at first was not that greatest, but <laughs> the flavor all together with everything mixed together, it was actually pretty damn good.
1: Yeah, that was actually
0: mm-hmm.
1: pretty damn taste. Didn't taste anything like it looked.
0: Yeah, no, no, much better, much it, better like, flavor. It
1: looked like I thought it was going to be, like, sort of creamy- with a whiskey sort of Irish cream flavor, mm-hmm. but it, the Irish cream is 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 a little bit understated and it does leave you with that little sort of nutty, creamy. It wasn't, it
0: wasn't really, I mean, because I, I poured the peach schnapps aftertaste. in um, to the glass and then I mixed the Irish whiskey with the fireball together and then I poured that on top of the Irish whiskey or on top of the peach schnapps and then uh, I poured a little bit of grenadine over which sort of dragged it down, and that gave it that sort of uh, uh, coagulated uh, consistency. It was. Fantastic. I thought it was fantastic. Fun. <laughs> it was good. It was good. Where would you rate that, Ben, on our Thursday? I'm going to give it a nine. Nine? I was going to say nine, too, damn it. I don't want to copy you, but it's a nine. I hated to look
1: at it all night, and I was dreading it all <laughs> night, but it actually tasted really, really good.
0: No, I, I, I knew it was going to be pretty good. I mean, the flavor is... I knew it was gonna
1: be. What, I knew you're like an NFL player now. I, I knew I, I was gonna win. I, I not I wasn't worried. There was
0: about no it. doubt. Whenever I take the field, the only thing I want to win.
1: <laughs> Whenever I take the field, I always think I'm gonna win. Yeah, whether on the
0: Jets or not.
1: <laughs> no, the Jets. Jets are gonna be good this year. Yeah, that's what you've been saying. The for Jets last... are gonna be good.
0: Ever since year. the beginning of this podcast, you've been saying that. And the Jets have not been any good since 2018. It's like when a build-up. Podcast.
1: It's like a build-up to like when it what finally happens. You know, AFC we won champ, six games. AFC Championship: Steelers versus Jets. Jets coming off a huge win of the Kansas City Chiefs. Steelers off a huge win in the divisional round off the, against the Baltimore Ravens. Uh-huh. That's your that. Those are your matchups. Was this, this a dream year. you had last night? <laughs> That's like. Uh, I mean, because on. this can only
0: happen in a dream. Where but the who Jets wouldn't are want the enough. Jets to finally get back to? A I Super mean, Bowl. I wouldn't mind. If, I mean, well, I don't really care if they go to Super Bowl or not. But I, you know, I, I wish that division had a few extra teams that were pretty decent. I mean, well, Miami's right now. They don't good. have any
1: the, decent teams except for Miami. Well, the Bills. Oh, I keep, <laughs> yeah. forget, I keep forgetting <laughs> yeah. about that. The Bills, because the Bills were like an afterthought for so yeah. long in that division. Yeah. I always place them for some reason in my mind in another division. Yes, the Bills yeah. are the top dog yeah. in that division.
0: Yeah. Thanks.
1: All right, Friday. I'm at a nine. Nobody. They have nobody good. <laughs> they have nobody good. Just this Josh Allen guy and some <laughs> Stefan Diggs guy and like a Singletary guy and like a Cole Beasley guy. They got a really good defense and then like there's some also some good guys on yeah, the offensive
0: line. Pretty terrible.
1: But they're pretty bad. And they play in a team that the NFL has been desperately trying to move somewhere else for a long time. Yeah.
0: But the fans won't you allow it. You know, I actually, I actually watched um, on, uh, on Channel 7 today on ABC. They had, uh, I mean, it's... it's well. ABC owns ESPN, so they you know they'll, they'll show uh, the thirty for thirties on there, and they had thirty for thirty talking about the the Bills and the four Super Bowl appearances, and they were talking Ugh. to you know all the well not all the players but a lot of the players on the team like like you know Frank Reich and and uh, was it uh, Don Beebe and oh, uh, Don and, and Jim Kelly and uh, Thurman Thomas and you know they're talking to all those guys. I mean, you know obviously the, the Bills the Bills fans respect uh, what they did back then. Because they're so far removed from their emotions from back then, uh, but you know it, it, it's crazy how that how that city still respects each and every one of these players, and how much to this day it still bothers these guys.
1: Well, yeah, four, well yeah. it wasn't one. No, was, I, was I, I know, I know, I know. But it's it's it, just and like not four. It was four consecutive. It
0: just, it just lives with you for your entire life. I mean, you go to four Super Bowls and you don't have one ring on your finger. Ah, uh, that's just. It, I mean, I mean, I'm still pissed up about the Eagles going to the four NFC Championship games. They went to one Super Bowl, but it's like that hurt. But I mean, just four Super yeah. Bowls.
1: I mean, it's like it's just like roulette, man. It's yeah. like you know, you think there's going to be a red just because you got ten blacks. Yeah, but every single game is its own entity, yeah. right? And, and so then, even so, every game is fifty yep. fifty. I mean, obviously there were better teams than than the Bills in a couple of those Super Bowls, but every game is fifty yeah. fifty. Even if you've gone to ten Super Bowls in a row, the next game. Doesn't mean the next team's going to lay down for you.
0: Yep. Yeah. No.
1: It was pretty- but I was there for two of them, and it's just like, uh, because Thermal and Bruce Smith and Jim Kelly and BB and Andre mm-hmm. Reed and all the guys they had on that team. It's just it's heartbreaking to think about that that city didn't get
0: one out of those. And the worst those- thing is, two of those losses were to the Cowboys. Yep. And was it two to the Cowboys? Who else what, did they lose everybody to? Everybody in the NFC East except the Eagles. Uh, they lost to the Washington Redskins, and they also lost to the New York Giants. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, yeah, that was well, it was Phil Sims, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, was it Phil Sims in one of those? Or no? I think no. No, it was the other? guy. Was it Hostetler? I think it was Hostetler. Oh, yeah, because yeah, Phil Sims beat. I can't remember. Who, I think I can't remember who Phil Sims beat in that Super Bowl. That was going back a
0: long ways. I mean, that was a good Cowboys team. Don't get me wrong, but that Bills team, I mean, they had a lot of Hall of Famers. Yeah. I think they said eight Hall of Famers on that team.
1: Well, that's how you get to four Super Bowls in a row.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. But <laughs> you also lost all four. God, it's painful.
1: Yeah. I mean, it won a it field goal. You know, that's what makes the Patriots so good, is those games were close and they won all of them. Mm-hmm. Most of those Super Bowls, I think all but one were
0: won by three points or less. Yep.
1: All right, Franny, I'm in a nine. You're at a nine. What's next up on the big
0: board? Next up on the big board, Ben, is our beverage of the week. It is the Elijah Craig Kentucky Straight Rye Whiskey. 94 proof, Ben. The bourbon is excellent for the price, and I'm hoping the rye will also be just as great for the price.
1: I have a feeling that it will be, Franny. And this was a, a really good choice by you. This is the Elijah Craig Straight Rye. This is the first extra age Kentucky straight rye whiskey to join Elijah Craig's award-winning family of bourbons, a unique combination of spicy rye grains and sweet corn coupled with a steadfast attention to detail. Give Elijah Craig straight rye the perfect balance of flavor and smoothness. It won the platinum best of class award at the sip awards in 2020 double gold at the San Francisco spirits, world spirits competition in 2021 top 10 whiskey, at the whiskey advocate in 2020 it was in whiskey advocate it was at paste it was at Drick hanger uh the rye mash Bill. Well, what a great website yeah i mean they, this is what you need in 20 according to shark tank got to have a good website well actually that's shark tank's entire business model we'll give you five, we'll give you money for 10% we'll put up a website and sell your yeah. shit and we'll take whatever proceeds we can get
0: we want to own 95% of your company
1: yeah i don't do i don't get out of bed for 5% of apple huh. <laughs> i mean Fucking apple. I mean, how much are you going to make with 5%? Uh, the rye mash bill. While the distillation process for straight rye is similar to their small batch bourbon, the difference lies in the mash bill. And I love a good mash bill. It's 51% rye grain instead of the corn, the legal requirement for the style of American whiskey. I like that. The tasting notes. On the palate, it's like butter drenching down the jawline. I mean, excellent fucking website. Yeah. Jeez, like, this
0: is a perfect. You want me to you two alone? No. Let <laughs> me to just scroll. No, I'm just like be quiet for me. Let you scroll. Let, through? I mean, I, I mean, anybody listening, I mean, just go to this website. Look how great this web. This is how all actually. You know, anybody that that owns a distillery should look at this website and see yeah, what a good website is. I agree, because even some of the big distillers don't have a yeah, no. as nice a website as this. On the palate, it's like butter
1: drenching down the jawline and hitting the tongue with a cadre of spice from cinnamon to black pepper. The color is medium chestnut. The aroma is dark chocolate with spices and a hint of smoke. Oh, I got the smoke. I'm hoping to get the smoke. Uh, rich baking spices and honey backed up with a smooth oak influence on the taste. The finish is long and lingering, and the proof is 94. Pretty strong. Uh they make a nice Manhattan, which I've never had, actually. Manhattan's always seemed like a little, I don't know, she for me. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, so they got their lineup here. They've got the toasted barrel. I don't know if I've seen that. They've the got barrel. the barrel proof. They've got the 18 i yeah, they've got, see, one, two, three, four, five of them. Mm-hmm. These are all rise, one barrel, many. Yeah, so these are five different ryes they've got.
0: Um, no, well, I think those are also bourbons. Too. Oh, I mean, the that's bourbons. Kind of, that's just their entire line right there.
1: Yeah, I wonder what that 18 is there hiding in the back. See, that would be a great website if I could click on that, if I could hit that with my finger yeah, and open what? that. I take it back. All right. <laughs> this, ah. this website is shit. Ah. But, no, this is a really well-designed. This is a website that would get me to buy something.
0: Yeah. But look at that mash oh, just bill. Just clean.
1: I wish it was a little higher on the rye mash bill. It was a little higher than fifty-one percent. But yeah. You know. Yeah, we'll see how much spice we what get. What are you gonna
0: do? Yeah. Well, cheers to you, Ben. You got your glass right there. No,
1: oh, we need a little. Uh, we need oh, yeah. a little whiskey music for this one.
0: Oh yeah, that's the perfect music, right? There. That's perfect rye drinking music, right there. Cheers to you, Ben. Let's see what we can smell here. Ooh, Ooh that's tight <laughs> on the nose, man. <laughs> I mean, it really, it does punch you Oh, that hits you on the nose Oh, wow, Jesus But I like but I like a big punch Whoa, Jesus I like, whoa, <laughs> whoa, whoa, Jesus. whoa,
1: Pull the wagon back, <laughs> Dele
0: <laughs> Damn, that, that really, it really hit my nose That could hit my nose for sure Oh, but Ooh. it's nice, though
1: I got the spice. I got a little bit there's, of wood. There's
0: definitely spice in there. And, and I mean, the color is beautiful, too. That's a really nice color for a rye. It's a nice dark golden brown. I get a little smoke. Ooh. You get a little bit of sweetness, too. A little bit of sweetness. Uh, yeah, I think I get a little corn the, sweetness. the corn, a yeah. Bit, yeah. Oh,
1: but it's, 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 it's definitely intense. It's, it's a nice, tight, but intense nose. Leathery. You can get the leather. Mm. It smells like an old belt.
0: Uh, all right, let's give it all a right. shot. It smells Damn, that, it smells great. That's
1: a perfect rye nose right there.
0: Ooh, that really that really coats the mouth, and there's a nice creaminess to that as well. Oh wow. I mean for the for the price that it is to get that sort of mouthfeel. That is impressive. There you go. Yeah. That's even worse. <laughs> <laughs> just as great, Ben. I get the spice. Yeah, but uh, I like the the harshness on the finish, that creaminess. You get that spice. I actually wish it was just a little spicier. Wow. I wish it was just a little spicier, but you get a nice bit of spice on the back of the throat, though. Well, but the
1: intenseness, the
0: spice, but that nice
1: sweetness. I mean, there's a nice sweetness that balances... It's almost like separate components. Mm-hmm. I get that hint that that really nice spice on the on the front of my tongue, but then I get like a sweetness, like a honey or a caramel. Yeah, look
0: at that! Look at those legs and the and the woodiness. Look at the legs on the glass, right there. The
1: woodiness is really nice.
0: But it's not it's not uh, it's not pronounced, though. You know, it's it's like the bourbon that we had a couple weeks ago. Or was it last week? I forgot what we had last week. Even oh no, we had the the Scotch last week. Um, but it was a bourbon that we had, uh, the Michter's bourbon, that had way too much woodiness to it. This one has just the right amount of woodiness. Oh, yeah, you didn't woodiness. Like that woodiness, yeah. Um, because that, that was just like, it was like sucking on a piece of wood. Whereas this one, it's just that light, smoky woodiness that you're getting along with that sweetness. And also that bit of spice that hits you on the back of the throat with the harshness, too. And I like I mean, a little I bit of I love that
1: harsh finish. It's got a nice, harsh, rye finish. It's not too complex, but it's just complex enough.
0: That's actually—I mean, for I think it was like twenty-five, twenty-six bucks. I mean, that is a really good rye for twenty-five, twenty-six bucks, right there. You're
1: gonna have to suck it, Woodford Reserve. Yeah. Huh. I mean, this is, this is, uh, it's in that category. It's in that price range, right? Yeah. A little bit cheaper than Woodford probably. But I mean, is,
0: would it be, I mean, is it, is it, is it better than, or, or, or worse than some of the more expensive ones? No. I mean, this is actually a very good rye for the price. I mean, just, just a good rye in general.
1: But that warm, I mean, it stays with you for a minute. Like mm-hmm. the warmness down your throat, in the back of the throat, it gives you like
0: that nice warm spice. That That's, I'm impressed. I'm actually, imp- I mean, the bourbon alone was great but uh the rye i would say this is just as good i mean this is a very good offering wow. you know from a large distiller i mean it's like shocked. we had we had the rye from uh we had the jim beam rye we had the, <laughs> the jim why are you laughing? That was like one of your favorites right there. I know, but uh, and, I mean, and also like we
1: had the Jack Daniels The rye. Jack Daniels right too. Actually, I mean, that was actually good. the single barrel was good.
0: That was good. Actually, the single Jack Daniels but it's not as good as this, though. I think this is a better oh, offering. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The,
1: the single barrel Jack Daniels and rye. And that jack,
0: that, I think it's about $10 more. Yeah.
1: It was good, but yeah. it didn't have, it wasn't as complex. It didn't have as much of a bite to it, and it certainly didn't have the, the oakiness, mouth feel. the chestnut, the, the mouthfeel, the sweetness.
0: Well, I'm actually impressed. I'm I'm, I'm impressed with uh, with the line so far. I mean, some of the ones that we saw on the website here, I haven't I haven't seen in the store. But you know, for other Elijah Craig's, definitely I'll be I'll be you know grabbing some of their other offerings if I do see them. But maybe I'm just looking the wrong section of uh, total. Light. Yeah, I mean, since you bought the condo, we could do the whole line for like. A hundred bucks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we what
1: can, bargain? We can that is like, except maybe the eighteen. One hundred twenty-five bucks. The, it
0: was the eighteen-year. Was that an eighteen-year that they had on there? Uh, let's let's scroll down. Let's scroll down. Was that? Let's Wait, see, Scroll down. Our whiskey. Uh, is that eighteen? Oh, the eighteen-year-old. Let's yeah. See that whiskey. I'm sure that is not a cheap one right there.
1: Let's see.
0: Yeah, 18 year old. Yeah. So I'm sure that one is not cheap.
1: All right, where is the 18? Barrel proof.
0: Oh, there, there it is. is right there.
1: Uh, a rare and coveted bourbon. 18 year old bourbon? Huh. Well, let's see what that costs.
0: Not cheap. I'm sure. It's like 30 bucks.
1: <laughs> uh, that's not bad. Two, it's only oh, it's three hundred. Well, two hundred
0: seventy. Three forty nine. Three forty nine, right there. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, you can get most of the line for a hundred bucks, but uh, not that, <laughs> Is that right. A three hundred dollar not... bourbon. Yeah, yeah. Eighteen years. Hey, that's pretty. I, uh, it,
1: it, that's not something you see every day. But where'd you rate this, though, Ben? Wow. Eighteen. Now, now I am so fucking intrigued by this 18-year-old. <laughs> it's a lot of money, but that might be a nice, you know, if you could make your mortgage payments for a year.
0: <laughs> yeah. But words right this though, Ben? I mean, this this particular ride, I mean, we enjoyed the bourbon on our Thurston Gold rating scale. Thinking about it. I'm going to give it a 10. Wow.
1: It's really not missing anything pronounced.
0: Yeah, I know. I was was actually, I was was hoping you wouldn't say 10. You're hoping I was going (laughs) to say nine because
1: it's like, well, it's not a perfect 10.
0: No, but it is. I mean, for when you consider the price and you consider the flavor and the complexity, I mean, I I would say for a rye, this is a 10 for all the, I mean, compared to all the ryes that we've had on the show this might be one of the best, maybe the best rye that we've had on the show. I mean, it has everything there. It has the spice, it has the, yeah. ma- the the creamy mouth feel. Um, I mean, it's thick just in general. It just it, it coats the entire mouth. Um, it has that nice little bit of harshness, but oh. not overly harsh. I mean, it's smooth nice enough, nice and warm too. It's 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 you know it's it's harsh, but not to the point where you can't drink it. A little bit of vanilla is coming yeah. through now yeah. as I taste it a little sweetness more. sweetness to it. Uh, you get those that that corny note to it too. And it's it's that's a good ride. For twenty six bucks, man.
1: Come on. Yeah, next week we're gonna try the Elijah Craig eighteen year old. Franny will be picking that up at some point this
0: week. Yeah. No. (laughs) No. (laughs) No. That's like a scot that's like a twenty one year old scotch price right there. I know it is. It is. But I mean eighteen years though, that is uh that's that's aged for a long time. And next week, we're gonna have the Bell Mead Sour Mash Whiskey Straight Bourbon, and uh, that one also has actually high ratings. And uh, even the girl at the counter, when I was making the purchase, she's like, "Oh, this is some good stuff right here." So I'm hoping that it's gonna be good, Ben.
1: Yeah, I mean, you can definitely find. Yeah, I'm actually looking on Total Wine right now to see if they actually have the 18. I bet you they don't.
0: Nope, they don't. Yeah, I'm sure it's I'm sure it's probably difficult to find the 18. But I mean look, one point seven five liters of the regular bourbon is forty two ninety nine. I mean that yeah, twenty six ninety nine for the for the rye. You know, that's,
1: and the regular bourbon is the regular bourbon is fourteen
0: nineteen. That really?
1: Wait, for oh, $3.75, oh, 375 okay. So seven seven fifty mil is, is twenty four thirty. Yeah, it's the dollars
0: Okay. That's yeah, a that's, really good price. Yeah. I mean twenty six. For, for this bourbon, this mm-hmm. might be at, for the I mean for bang the bang for the buck? 20, yeah, bang for the buck best.
1: Wow. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is when you go to Vegas and you're, you know, getting your free drinks or when you go into the bar and they don't have a limit, they have a limited selection. If they don't have this, you know, you shouldn't be at the casino, but if they yeah. do have this and they have Woodford and they have bullet and they have the rest of them, Yeah, go for this one.
0: And this one, um, I mean, it's something that everybody should have. I mean, if you, if you have a little bar, if you have a little stash of alcohol, this is something they should have. This the rye and the regular bourbon. Because it's not going to break the bank. I mean, you get both of them for, you know, 50 bucks, basically. And they're both excellent. You can mix them. You can drink them alone. You know, I mean, just a little bit of, uh, I mean, it'd probably be even better if it was just chilled. Just a little bit more. A little bit chilled it. I mean, it's still pretty warm outside. But, you know, you drop a, a um a little bit of ice in there and just sip on it. That's I mean, solid. This is
1: a really nice rye. Wow. I'm impressed.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so am I for the price. That's very good.
1: All right, Friday. Good choice, mm. and sounds like we have a good choice for next week. That's right, as well with Friday's condo purchase. <laughs> expect a lot more bourbons and rise on the show <laughs> over the more next moderately ten, price. Ten uh, I'm priced. guessing I'm going to go out on a limb and say we're going to get a scotch every four weeks. And we'll ask, in between, well, you know, a bur- it'll be like still bourbon some
0: scotches. There's still some scotches <laughs> in that with that twenty, thirty, forty dollar price range. Uh, you know, but be able, I lay on, like every eight weeks. Going on to those fifty, sixty, seventy dollar purchases, uh, I'll think about those.
1: <laughs> oh, we have to taste the uh, the what is it? The K oh yeah, the, yeah. The, the one that you got
0: me Ben. I mean, I'll I'll bring that one over next week just so we can take photos. Um, but uh, yeah, I can't. I mean, I can't wait to try it on the show once again because we did you know um, uncork it. So I mean, sometimes when you uncork. A uh, a scotch, it can breathe a little bit. You know, the flavors that we got initially were a little, they were heavy for yeah, a hot it was day. Yeah, very heavy. Yeah. Um. So we'll, we'll we'll definitely give it a shot. You know, a few weeks from now, next week we have that bourbon, but then the following week we'll have the cayenne.
1: Yes, and after that we're going to taste uh, the uh, air, airplane bottles. After <laughs> that, <laughs> the fifty,
0: the 50, the point five.
1: But wow, I'm impressed with this this ride. This is. I'd put it up against that Whistlepig ride that we yeah, that, that yeah. was ridiculous. You know, the price was absolutely ridiculous for mm-hmm. that pig. Maybe not as good as the. There's a smaller bottle of rye we have from Whistlepig in there, that we got a long, long time ago. It was a smaller bottle. Was it a ten year? Because it was really highly priced, and we got the smaller version of it. That what might have been the only other ride that was close to mm-hmm. to this one, for me so far. This is as good as it gets for a ride. It's up there with the Balcones rye that I really love. That was also very good, yeah. You know, this is a really good the
0: Michter's rye, also good, better than much better than the bourbon. Yeah, but I mean, Elijah Craig, both the bourbon and the rye for a low price, very good. Yeah, you guys know what you're doing. All right, Friday. what's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, is our beer of the week from Cigar City Brewing. It is their High Alai or Jai Alai. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> Depending on where you are. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, it is an IPA, Ben. We haven't had an IPA on the show for a while. Can't wait to try this one. Pop it open. I'll take some photos and uh, we'll get a shot. All right. Yeah. Hold tight, everybody. All we'll right. be right back with our beer of the week. All uh, right, and we are back with our beer of the week, and it is the High Alai India Pale Ale from Cigar City Brewing, born in Tampa, Florida. Ben, I'm sure you have some information born for us. In Tampa That's where it was born. That's what it says.
1: This is the High Alai, India Pale Ale. Did you know? Native to the Basque region of Spain. The game of High Lai. Oh, say Spain, not Portuguese. I was wrong. Yeah, but isn't it? It's
0: big in Brazil though. Uh, yeah. Isn't it? I think so. I, th- I believe it is. Involves Yeah, see, it's like that. Uh, yeah, okay, cool. Looks <laughs> no, in the background, you can actually see the little, uh, little that uh, little uh, thing that they use. Involves players launching a ball from a curved mitt called a cesta in an attempt to
1: outsmart or outmaneuver their opponents on a court called a fonton, a fronton. Native to Tampa, Florida. Highlight IPA is a bold, citrusy and balanced IPA that involves six different hop varieties used generously in a 7.5 ABV beer. While the number of Frontons in our home state of Florida has dropped since the sports peak in the mid-1980s, Cigar City Brewing pays homage to the sport and the dedicated players and patrons who keep this Florida tradition alive with its flagship ale. Look for notes of orange peel, clementine, and light caramel to share the story in sunshine of Florida with beer lovers across the globe. The ABV 7.5, the SRM 17, the IBU 65, a little bit better. The OG, it's an OG 17 tasting notes, an intense bouquet of tangerine and candied orange peels entices a nose of flavors of Clementine Valencia, orange and subtle caramel provide counterpoint to an assertive bitterness and rich malt character. Bold hop flavor and aroma from six different hop varietals is front and center in this IPA. It's won some awards here. Best Florida beer, 2013, untapped. Only three and a half stars. <laughs> Overall rating at RateBeer. I don't beer, even know why they would have that on the website. 99. Let's see. Uh, whatever. Well, let me scroll across. And they also have a high-low India pale ale, a high-low Spanish cedar high-low oh. pale ale, a white oak high-low pale ale. And they actually have a pretty nice website, but sorry, Elijah Craig, had you
0: beat? (laughs) Well, Ben, cheers to you. I've been kind of stiffing it as you were reading that, and uh, I like the hop in there, the hoppiness, the bitterness in there. I thought we'd never try another IPA again. I mean, it's summertime, and it's kind of, you know, IPAs can be, they they tend to be a little bit heavier. Oh, for sure. When it's warm outside. What, what made you peruse Ooh, a notes the right aisles there.
1: of the store, the aisles of your mind and not, the inter, interwebs? Well, the I just saw, one.
0: Well, I saw the um, the rating on um on the shelf right there it was a 97, which is higher than most beers. We I mean, see a lot of them at 88, 89, 90. This one is a 97 IPA, Ben. I'm not sure where it was rated or who rated it, but a 97, pretty impressive. So it better be good.
1: Yeah, let's hope Florida can overcome the California stereotype
0: here. <laughs> but it smells good, though. It smells delicious. It's hoppy, it's citrusy. Oh, it smells really it's nice. It's bitter.
1: It's got a bitterness, got a hoppiness, got a sweet citrus feel to it
0: a, lo- it pretty or nose thick. To it a little bit. I mean, bit. just the head, just judging by the head, there's a lot of head. Mmm. Well, choose to too bad. Let's give it a shot. Let's see how this thing tastes. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's like it was now in the back. Yeah, you, you go.
1: Oh, it's nice. See, it's thick. lighter than I thought, but it's not that thick.
0: I mean, it's thick, but it finishes. But it nice. nice. It doesn't have as much hop as I expected it to. Yeah, but the, the IBV. Or the,
1: yeah, the IBU was only like sixty-five.
0: It finishes bitter on the back of the tongue, but on the on the front of the tongue, it's thick but light but then it finishes with those notes.
1: I mean that's oh, then a, then that's a
0: when you linger there you get the citrusiness after
1: that. That is nice. Got a little citrus, little bitterness, but not too much. Little bit of sweetness, a little bit. Nice nice crispness.
0: There's a lot of it's it's I want to say it's crisp, but it's got good carbonation though. It's got good carbonation. I would want a little bit more crispness. With this I would. A little bit more crisp. (laughs) Just a little bit. But, I mean, the flavors are good, though. I mean, it's a nice, thick, solid IPA. On the front of the tongue, though, it's kind of soft, though. It begins soft, and then it kind of hits you with that bitterness. You get some hoppy notes, but I thought it was going to be much hoppier just off of the nose. I expect a little bit more. It
1: doesn't have that nice, tight Mm -hmm. crispness, bitterness right on the front of the tongue. Mm Mm-hmm. It takes you a, a, like a little it bit a of time to really get it in there.
0: But it's solid, though. I mean, it's, I mean, oh, it's I, a I solid would,
1: beer for sure. And a great I don't know can. if I would I, I mean, would these cans I mean, are super cool.
0: Yeah, I would probably prefer to drink this in colder weather. You know, when it's like about, well, 75 degrees or so. It's 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 a little, it's not ideal drinking weather for this type of IPA. You think, yeah, that's
1: so why we haven't an any drinking, that's why any
0: drinking weather is good weather for an i p a n- well, I mean, would you drink this after mowing the lawn today? Uh, I'd rather have a bush, <laughs> yeah, something light, watery, <laughs> some crispness like a to little,
1: it. like a Stella or something,
0: yeah, or a Stella, or what we that one that we had a few weeks ago would have been perfect that's uh. That briny melon ghost. That briny melon ghost would have been great after mowing the lawn.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: A little bit of salt, a mm-hmm. little electrolytes in your beer. Exactly. But, uh, I mean, this one, I mean, the nose, excellent. The flavor on the front, there's not so much. Then it kind of hits you with the flavor on the back. Where'd you rate this, though, Ben, in our third single rating scale of beers?
1: <laughs>
0: I'm going to give it a seven. Mm hmm.
1: Because it does lack that bite, that intenseness of an ipa but it does have a clean fresh flavor a little bit of bitterness but it, it lacks that sort of punch right in the front that bitterness that that citrus on the on the front end yeah i'll probably
0: rate around the same i mean I, I, we're on the same page today we're, we're on the same page today <laughs> i, give it I a mean, one. i, I don't want to give it a six i don't want to give it an eight i think seven is the perfect rating for this um I mean, for the reasons that you described, it's, 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 it's not the best IPA that I've had. And I expected a little bit more from it because it was rated highly on the shelf there. And usually when something is rated high at total wine, they're usually fairly accurate with the ratings. Um, but this one, you know, if, if on the shelf, if it was an 88, I would say, you know what, this is pretty much where it should be. Uh, but I would rate it a seven out of 10 based off of the Flavor, maybe if it was a little more. The chill. color is nice. Though. The color is beautiful. Let's it's a nice the, color. Nice, nice head. Color. I mean, it has a lot going for it, but it's just lacking on the front of the tongue. It's just very light.
1: It's a Florida ninety-seven, a California seventy-seven. <laughs> Higher than seventy-seven.
0: <laughs> well, no, we both gave it. No, a, I mean seven. a seven. I mean, but I'm <laughs> saying like other beers that we've had within you know a certain ranking or range. You know, the ones that are like the high 80s or the low 90s. Uh, you know, this one is sort of there in whoever's ranking them. Uh, but, I mean, our rating is a 7. But on the shelf, it should be like a 88. But still solid. I mean, don't get us wrong. This is a solid beer.
1: No, it's a solid beer for sure. And and and, and kudos to them for trying to keep this alive. You know, I'm sure High Lie is not as popular in Florida as it was in the, you know, early party, early or part of the 20th century. And into the, you know, 80s, 90s, 2000s. And it should be because it's a part of their culture down there. But I like it. I just think it needs a little bit more pop.
0: Yeah, yeah. Just a little bit more, just a little bit more hoppiness on the on the front. Just more citrusy. I mean, you get a lot of it on the end, but at the beginning, like when you first take the sip, it's like, eh, this is not that good. And then like it hits you. So I wish it was just all the way through the entire sip.
1: Yep, I agree. All right, Franny. Anything else to add?
0: Nothing to add about the beer, Ben.
1: Uh, you yeah, know, it's a sad time to end the show here. <laughs> well, you're, ex- you're expecting... Two hours and 20 to...
0: Oh, yeah, let's, let's finish the show. <laughs> let's finish the show. We have a housekeeping to finish up the show, Ben.
1: All right, folks. We are a show by football, fun, friends, whiskey, and beer reviews. Please head to our website at thirstygold.busbrow.com. From there, you can subscribe and listen to all of our past episodes, all 135 of them. You can check out our show notes and get links to all the stories that we cover and all of the bourbons, the scotches, the ryes, and the cognacs that we review. You get all the beers in the universe, the IPAs, the ghosts, the pilsners, the lagers, all of them. And you get links to all the podcatchers in the universe, or you can download our show and leave a review. You can get us on Pandora, Audible, and Amazon music as well. You can email us at podcastthirsting goal at gmail.com. You can follow us on Friday's amazing not Instagram not. account not. at Thirstand. He's gonna post the beers from the last five weeks at some point there in the In the next in the next few weeks. We're hoping to get those beers up on Instagram. I'm teasing, of course. You can Fair follow not. my yeah, It's <laughs> true. It's, it's
0: true. It's true. I really need to post some of the beers that we've had. I I just completely forget it. But I'm like, yeah, I'll do it. And then I, I just don't do it. You can follow my, I'm disappointed in myself, mediocre Twitter account at goal thirst
1: and check out, but do definitely check out on Instagram and on uh, Twitter, all of Friday's photography of the beers, the scotches, the bourbons, the rise every week. You get a beautiful shot uh, of the shot that has all of the ingredients that we put into the shot, as well as the finished product and that is really an amazing photographer or photography every single day. You know, it's, it's
0: it's it's pretty interesting. LeFroig actually left a comment on LeFroy. They actually left a comments uh on our last photo on Instagram and they asked permission to use our image on their Instagram and they'll give us credit for it. I haven't seen it yet. You but, buried
1: the fucking lead there. What happened?
0: Yeah, Lefroy. yeah. <laughs> Laphroaig. Oh, by the way, uh,
1: <laughs> one of the only uh, nine breweries on Isla left us a message that yeah. to use our photographer. But yeah, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take, I, I, I'm gonna take I, off. I'll talk to you about it later.
0: I completely forgot about that. Yeah, LaFroy that's
1: kind of a big deal.
0: Yeah, but LaFroig did ask permission to use our photo on their Instagram. I haven't seen it yet. And they said they're going to give us credit for using our photography. Fuck, that's impressive. That's pretty cool. Congratulations yeah, to you cool. and to us. Yeah, no, it's pretty cool, but I haven't seen it yet. So that's why I'm not too excited about it. <sighs> yeah. They asked us. God, I'm like, dumb and then I, I said, definitely yes, use fucking it. Fucking Croatians are naked. Neg- <laughs> like, they're naked.
1: I won the lottery, but fuck, I don't have the money yet. <laughs> I mean, I have the numbers, but fuck it. They didn't send me the money. So I don't know. Yeah, so
0: hopefully LaFroy does use our image on their Instagram and gives us credit for the image.
1: Oh, that is, that. see, they, yeah. they and they, they retweeted our. A, photog- or a photograph on Twitter and they thanked us for the, the photography on Twitter and they liked it, uh, which is rare for a big for a distillery like that. Distillery, yeah. So that's actually, I was wondering about like why they did that and mm. now it's even better because they're going to put it on their Instagram.
0: Yeah, they're not the only one. They're not the only one. Also also, uh, you know, a few weeks back we did try, uh, what was that one?
1: I know Instagram was way better than Twitter.
0: It was the Broken Barrel. Broken Barrel used our image uh, a few times on their story on Instagram as well. So, the first time they gave us credit, second time they just used it without giving us credit, but you know whatever. They're a small brewery. I understand. Well, that. yeah,
1: but we yeah. you know, we'll, we'll happily take the as uh, much credit as possible. As much credit as possible, but you do have to credit the the photograph. But that is, see, we are growing. And as I said, the amazing photography we have a full studio where we take these pictures in the house we have mm. a,
0: a a room it's black with several lights we have an editor from uh from estonia who yeah, he works very very cheap yeah, yeah he's, he's he's very cheap um his his name is jorg and he's uh, an influencer of,
1: of sorts yeah yeah
0: yeah, definitely i mean he said uh, this is yeah true <laughs> but it's that's not, amazing. So like, no, that's great.
1: When that happens, we need to let no, our great. listeners I mean, and, know and, to look and, and,
0: for it. And I, I just haven't seen it yet, so I've, I've been kind of waiting for you know for them. Or maybe they're using it, and I just haven't looked. I haven't looked at their Instagram. Maybe they used it without giving us credit. In which case, Ben, you are a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna sue you.
1: But that would be. I mean, that's ultimately what you're looking for when you have a podcast like ours. Is you know someone to give you a shout out. You know, we mm-hmm. do our feel good stories. Credit. And you know, we do this
0: for free. We actually spend money <laughs> to do this podcast. Yeah,
1: I mean, I was listening to a podcast, and I know you don't want to drag this podcast out, but I was listening to a podcast today, and the two people, and I, I appreciate both of them, and they are, you know, it's hard to find a political podcast that you can listen to where it's not just a bunch of bullshit, where they're actually giving you straight information. Uh, But they were like, thank you to our, uh, you know, to, to those of you who sent us money to get a new computer, and I was like, you had a fucking show on television for like four years, and you can't buy your own fucking Equipment? computer. Like, we're not talking about like what. What's the most expensive Apple computer you can buy? That's like probably, four grand? Uh, that's probably the most laptop? expensive.
0: Oh, no, uh, you probably yeah, quite a few thousand dollars for the most expensive one.
1: What if you're looking for like a MacBook Pro? Yeah well how yeah, much is I don't,
0: that I, I would say maybe 1500 bucks i don't know exactly you're yeah. like well
1: thank you so much because like god forbid we spend like five fucking cents of our own money on this show like i mean it, it's just and, and if you listen to podcasts a lot and if you watch youtube a lot it's like there are always these like gofundmes and these like uh, venmo or what paypal and i'm like
0: why are you trying to get the people that listen to you to buy your shit for you yeah I want to get as many listeners as possible. It'd be great to have a sponsor from a large err company that can afford to sponsor. You know, like LaFroig, for instance. I mean, I'm, I'm and I'm not looking for anything from LaFrog, from LaFrog. I'm just like that'd be awesome just to you know for 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 them to give us a shout out on their Instagram. I mean even that is is I mean for I mean, for me it's just a great I mean I have fun doing yeah. this podcast regardless oh, for sure. but um you know it'd just be great to have a shout out from a large you know distillery like Lafroy or even uh what was that one that sent us some swag um Ooh. at the beginning uh not the beginning but like maybe our With an uh, a, maybe? uh uh blah, 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 I can't remember now jesus christ See, <laughs> but they, that's what uh, if they sponsored us we would know but <laughs> yeah if they sent us money we would know we would know for sure
1: yeah, but it always shocks me when I when I because these people. They, Thank God they,
0: for Flaming Hot Cheetos. <laughs> they had a
1: television show for like years and years yeah. and years, and they were both regular, you know, people that appeared on, you know, cable news all the time. Mm-hmm. I was like, so fifteen hundred bucks you had to you had to reach out to the people that are making thirty grand a year to buy your fucking yeah, laptop for yeah. you. Uh, you know, I mean, I I always go like go back to the Joe Rogan, like Joe Rogan started with no money. Well, he had money, was. but he had equipment and he never asked people for, you know, stuff and he never planned it. He never like tried to get subscribers. He never tried to like, you know, pander to a specific audience to try to get a particular group of people to listen to him or a particular sponsor. And I think that's the best approach. And that's the approach we're taking. Yeah, just give us credit. Yeah, just give us it. Well, yeah, if they don't give us credit, that's a little <laughs> sketchy. Uh, but if you don't give us credit, LaFroig, we were going to show up in Scotland on our right. on our Isla Scotch adventure on our Isla distillery tour and when we get there we're gonna expect a little bit of a like you see a, this picture? A little special you see this picture you used little special treatment. We're gonna stay at the distillery overnight. Yeah. We're we're going to expect like a really nice hotel. Yeah. room. Yeah, I
0: mean if we stay at the distillery for the night, man, we would get smashed over there. Oh geez, <sighs> just imagine the frog just all night just sipping on the frog. All different varieties of the frog oh, that would be awesome.
1: Yeah. And in the morning, we're just gonna eat eggs. With My like liver a, would a, hate with the orange yolk for like three hours. Eat some eggs and some bacon, and we're gonna right, go right back to it. Right back to it because it's gonna be free. Let
0: me try your 25 years. You're a 32 year. They have a 32 year? I don't even know, but I'm just saying. <laughs> they oh, probably do. we nice. just to have them crack open a barrel that was supposed to be 35 that's only been aging for 32. And be like, just crack this one open right <laughs> we'll now.
1: Like, with the hand drill, the one that like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you hold. I'm doing a motion. The handle. Like, the, the handle, handle drill. spin it. Where Friday and I are going be like drilling a hole into the, into the <laughs> and barrel. sticking her mouth underneath. <laughs> but congratulations. I told hmm. you guys the uh, photography was good. And finally, we have some well, second justification yeah. for that. Yeah. All right, Franny, anything else to add before we finish? Nothing up the show? else to
0: add, Ben, except thank you so very much, everybody, for listening for two and a half hours. All
1: right. We'll see y'all next week. <music>